Welcome to the Flaky Podcast, where even good films get bad reviews. I am your host, Chris, and I am joined by the star of the Flaky Podcast, Mr. John. How are we doing? You know me, man. Hanging in there. You're hanging in there? Yeah. I'm actually really tired. I feel like I just took black tar heroin without the euphoria because I just went through almost three hours of Blade Runner 2049. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so it was all... it was. All the bad effects of the drug and none of the good. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a. We'll talk about it, but yeah, it's exhausting that movie. It's, oh, it's very long, man. I had to watch very long. I watched it over three sittings. I mean, <laughs> partly because of time constraints. I'm not. Yeah. That, that's not necessarily criticism of the film. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's a. It's long. It's, it's a long movie. It's a. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, this movie for sure. Um, yeah. So before we get into that, before we get into the movie. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion came out. Okay. Uh, has made a shit ton of money already. That whole series has made a shit ton of money. Yeah, especially the uh, the sequel series, the uh, the Jurassic World series. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. Jurassic World. Yeah. Well, I I remember uh, we did we talk about this on air. I forget the the highest grossing films of all time. We definitely did because we talked about it during Titanic. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World is up there. Yeah, the two ones made the, like the, the first two, right? Yeah. yeah. They're up there on top yeah. grossing films ever. Mm-hmm. And wh- what I'm why why I just wanted to talk about this first before we go into the movie is that uh, the we talk about and we've said it a few times how the Rotten Tomato scores get inflated for these tentpole films. Yeah. And you you know you've discussed why you think and I I tend to agree with that. Yeah, yeah it's you know clear. they need they need Rotten Tomatoes and they need the critics to give it okay reviews so people will see it. Uh, Jurassic World does not need that because this movie has a 31% on Rotten wow, Tomatoes. Oh, really? Oh, man. I yes. didn't even check. 31%. And I was reading. Because the last ones get, even though they're, they're not 50s, good, they're I like, I, okay, I thought yeah. it was like mostly 60s, 50s. which tells you it's a shit film. But yeah. Well, 31% tells you this movie, that movie is must be, dog shit. It must be terrible. <laughs> it must be fucking awful like irredeemable where the critics were like i cannot give this a good review exactly like it'll actually hurt my career (laughs) on the other side if i give this a good review because no one will respect me or my opinion Mm -hmm. yeah so i was reading a review on uh awards daily one of the um like uh you know film criticism websites that i go to and unfortunately like one of the the editor of it Uh uh She's kind of become like a right wing social justice warrior where she view it on where. Sorry, say that again. Awards yeah. Daily. Oh, OK. The one that I go on that I, that I like. She's read right wing. She's become. Yeah. In what sense? What does she believe in? Re- you go on yourself and look at all the articles she's starting to. And it's OK. It's fine that she's like like whatever she believes it. But, but she like, gets very political, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, and it's about everything. Like, I can't view everything, especially all every single movie through this, through the culture wars. Yeah. So to be fair to her, they all fucking do this now. Like I everything is political now. Though, yeah. like you really, I mean, we know this, right? We live in the yeah. world, but so much which is so exhausting. Where I'm going to make Jurassic World Dominion. She, she starts talking about how like the critics are elitist for giving this bad reviews. I see. A whole article about this. Okay. And then at the end of the article, with three sentences, she's like, well, you know, also Top Gun Maverick and everything, everywhere, all at once uh, made a lot of money, and they got fantastic reviews. Yeah, and I 
I so d- seen... that submarines, your whole article about how this is elitist and that they don't care about what the pop, you know, what the population thinks. Yes, because... maybe this is just a bad movie that people don't care. They want to enjoy themselves for two and a half hours to watch mindless dinosaurs. Right, and that's fine. That's fine. But, but like it, it, it could film. also be a bad movie. Well, considering the track record <laughs> of the Jurassic World films, how they are as films, uh, odds are this movie was going to suck. Actually, the overwhelming odds they're was entertaining. that it wasn't going to get good. They're entertaining for what it is. I've yeah. seen the I've seen every single Jurassic Park movie. The last two are just you know brilliant. The last three are just you know mindless fun adventure stupid films, and that's right. And that's you know it you know it it gives you a high of what you want. But like, I'm not gonna go in saying, "Wow, that movie was, movie was great." No, it's yeah, they're it's not a fun good. experience. Exactly, it's a fun theater experience. Exactly. Well, it, you take your kids to watch Jurassic Park Dominion. You take yeah. the family. We're going out today. We're gonna watch this fun movie. Right. That's fine. And on that note about Top Gun, everyone that I've talked to and I've spoken to a lot of people now that I've seen mm-hmm. it, I've read reviews. Yeah, it seems that Top Gun is just a straight up throwback. 80s 90s dude action film and it's probably and, competently made and it's i mean honestly dude everyone i've talked to are like dude i'm telling you this movie's really good men women mm-hmm. and uh yeah and it got awesome reviews exactly right? that's i mean why you that's why the original this, that was a weird gun, article for me to read yeah that's why well especially in the face of top gun specifically because yeah. top gun is actually it's sort of become this <laughs> phenomenon the way everybody's it's gonna make a billion it. dollars yeah it's already on its way i think which is crazy yeah. you know the first one didn't even really get good reviews it had no. it, like the audience loved it's just it. It a pop, crowd it's, yeah it's also like a pop yeah. culture you know but i thought that movie for sure when that trailer came out we talked about it oh, when yeah. that trailer came out i'm like this is yeah. gonna be awful <laughs> yes awful i, I was agree. so sure i would have put money dude. i would have someone gambled i was yeah. like i would have put the fucking give... house yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. especially if you gave me odds yeah if you were like i'll bet you a thousand dollars ten to one odds yeah that this movie get good reviews, I would have took it in a second. And be like, you're a sucker. Yeah, let's go. I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. And I was so wrong. Especially Apparently. when I haven't seen it, but yeah. uh, I mean, there's it's it's too when that trailer too opens much buzz. with too Ed Harris saying, "Why oh, you? Why you, are you keep old. doing this? So you're too old." And I'm just yeah. like, oh, boy. oh god, he's still a fight. This is <laughs> still what he's doing. They're still making him the 60 year old <laughs> rebel. Yeah. Come on, but bro. you know, it's supposedly it's yeah. I mean, it's good. I heard it's awesome, but and that is a movie I actually want to see in theaters because it's you yeah. Know, that, I'm that's I'm it. probably gonna see it probably next week or something. Yeah, but Jurassic World has already made back its budget. Uh, it's obviously been out for thirty seconds. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it probably hasn't made its total budget because of marketing, but that's always true though. But within yeah. you know a week, and it's already blasted through its budget. Oh, it's crazy. This movie's going to make I mean kids 1.5 billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, I mean it was true when we were kids mm-hmm. and it's true now, you know, I've I teach kids, I've worked with kids. Kids fucking love dinosaurs. Oh yeah. There's something about dinosaurs and children like we it's fun. when we were kids just every kid loves dinosaurs. Yep. It's almost a human universal. Yep. It's kind of crazy. It's it's just a lot of fun. I was obsessed with dinosaurs as a kid. Yeah, so. I love dinosaurs. I love Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh I remember going to the Jurassic Park rides. Yep. Uh but like I would tutor kids and like oh, I knew so many kids that uh knew so many dinosaurs. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, this is still a thing. Even in the advent of phones and social media and shit, kids still get it's still fun. they 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 don't lose sight of the dinosaur, man." Nope. Nope. So it makes sense with Jurassic World. Yeah. No, no, exactly. I just thought it was interesting to bring that up. Uh, yeah. Because 
you know, I guess Jurassic World doesn't need uh, the that's, critics to be on board for people to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty shocking. 31%. <laughs> 31%. They would even give it that. Yeah, that movie. Like they couldn't even fake it to like a fifty. That movie's. Probably it must really be. Bad. It must be really, really bad. Yeah, it's probably all over the place. Uh, so this week we are doing Dennis Villanueva's. Uh, I thought it was Villanueva. I always say Villanueva, but maybe I don't know. Not. I mean, he's he's French. Yeah, I don't. I don't. French Canadian. Right. We're American. We butcher. Uh, yeah, we butcher names. names. We butcher everything. He's French Canadian, and we don't know geography. I'm terrible at geography. Yes, we're, you know, we're, it's actually we're my Achilles deal because we're American and I should be better. I mean, and the thing is, you say, I say I'm terrible at geography. It's yeah. not like I'm saying I'm terrible at physics. I can, you can learn geography. It's just about yeah. memorizing maps. Yes. I just said oh, I've never made time to do it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Correct. It's like, it's like not knowing the capitals kind of thing. Exactly. Right. right. Um, so, yes, uh, Blade Runner 2049. Uh, how do you want to begin this? Um, you seem to have an idea on your face. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, I think it's reminiscent of our last two episodes, Dracula and Titanic, in that it is um, a technical uh, marvel. I, I would say there is a lot of bravura. Bravura? Bravura? bravura. I know the word. I've never actually heard the word bravura? out loud. Filmmaking? Yeah. Um, it is, like, I feel like aspiring filmmakers should watch this film just to see how it's uh, photographed to see how uh, shots are composed and like the mise-en-scene. Yeah. Cause the it production is, design, the mise-en-scene. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, uh, it's beautiful. I mean, this is, this is Villanueva. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Villanueva. I don't know how okay, it's said. That's fine. I thought it's Villanueva, but it just rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's a master at this, right? He's this very is, good. This is him at his, he is an artist. Best. Yeah. He is like a painter uh, yeah. with some of the, especially with some of the images that we yeah. see in this movie. Um, I do find that it's we'll get into it, I guess, but I do find that the story it fails a it a little in, bit, but well, I think it's a bit indulgent. There's a lot of indulging in the images in this that and as a parallel, I don't think he does this in Dune, which is also beautifully shot. And there's mm-hmm. a certain that obviously it's the same director, but you, you can, can tell see it's the similar same director. similar visual language. Right. Oh, yeah. I do find he indulges in this film and maybe it's because there's a certain. uh lack of substance that isn't mm-hmm. lacking in dune so okay. i notice it more but there's a there's a lot of time and stretching mm-hmm. in this movie yeah where i just feel like are we just indulging in the production design and the beauty of the images and the cinematography yes uh for the sake of it or because they uh felt like they had to like there was just more of that because there wasn't much uh substance to fill it up i don't know okay um, this film uh, will always go down in history for being the film that Roger Deakins won his cinematography Oscar because mm-hmm. the man is a living legend. Never won. It's incredible that he never he won. Finally won for this movie. The Stanley Kubrick of yeah. cinematographers until this because Q- yeah. Kubrick they finally actually deci- never won. They finally decided like, oh, we have to we have to give Roger yeah. Deakins something, and he deserves it for this movie because this movie is really good looking to wa- to look at. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, I agree. Uh, the movie is two hours and 40 minutes long and it feels every bit of it. Yeah. Um, everything is very stretched out. Uh, but how do you want to, do you want to go with the positives? You want to go with the story? How do you want to start this off first? Uh, 
I'll say that, so when we talked off air, I chose this film because I, I remember when we went to go see it in theaters, I was really looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Love the original Blade Runner. Yes. Uh, love this, the story. I mean, uh, love that when Villanueva, w- I knew was directing it, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I, mm-hmm. I'm a Ryan Gosling fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, this guy takes his work seriously. This is going to be a good film. Yeah. And then I saw it, and I did not like it. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I might have just contradicted myself there. I, I because there were things I I liked, but I just left. Be I, I did leave feeling very disappointed. I didn't hate it. I wasn't angry, which I have been watching yeah. certain films and leaving. I'd be like, what the fuck was that shit? Yeah. It wasn't that kind of <laughs> reaction. But I was just disappointed. Um, yeah. this time around because I and I think. Looking back, I had expectations. I had such high expectations that oh, I weren't thought I, there the second time. I thought I was going into – I thought when I we were going to go see it, I thought I was walking into a movie that was going to blow my mind. Yes. Kind of thing. Which is uh, – I mean is a bit unfair for films. You never yeah. know they're going to turn out, especially because I – you can't help but compare it if you're a fan to the Blade Runner, specifically the Final Cut Blade Runner of Ridley Scott. Yeah. Which is uh, one of the best films of one of the – best film directors of his generation. I mean, really Scott's just an enormous talent. Yeah. Um, and also just his way, his production designs and way of framing shots, whatever is fucking, uh, I mean, it's as good as it gets in cinema. Yeah. Um, so that's a bit unfair. So coming in here with not having those expectations, mm-hmm. I w- enjoyed it, uh, significantly more. Okay. Watching it at home the second time than I did in theaters the first time. Okay. So, uh, it's not a bad movie, but it's not very good. I don't think it's as great as they say it is. Because yeah. there's people who like are ride or die with this movie. Uh, I know. It has amazing it's, reviews. It surprised me. It got yeah. such good reviews, and it wasn't just reviews. It's audience, too. I've listened and read about how people talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like film buffs and film nerds and people who actually are pretentious like us and <laughs> they like it a yeah. lot and I don't. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think it's pretty good. Um, I've seen it a handful of times now cause I, I actually own it. Uh-huh. Uh, I bought you it. You have a thing of owning films you don't like. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I thought I would give it another shot. Yeah. Um, but, Oh, you could find this on Netflix. Just let's put that out there. You can yeah. find Blade Runner 2049 on Netflix right now. Um, and if you even, like have ever watched a sci-fi show on Netflix, it's going to have recommended it to you at some point. Oh, it is? So, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, after I watched That's this. That's why it, I picked it, it yeah, last it's like, week. It's a Gattaca uh, after I watched this. Oh, Gattaca, the, the Ethan Hawke film? Yeah. It the, have you seen that movie? That. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's a good film. It's That's good? a good film, yeah. I'll give that a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it said the recommended, you know, that and uh, the new season, Peaky Blinders. I'm like, this is very okay. odd. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't really match. But um, okay. Anyway, uh so yeah, I think it's a pretty good movie. Uh, but the story, um, there there are problems with it. I think um, it's like the saying where you're trying to fit uh, ten gallons of water in a five five gallon hat. Uh-huh. I feel like there's a lot of that going on in this movie, where there's um, a lot of good ideas, some meh ideas, um, and they're all put into this film. Um, some of them don't work all together really well, and some of them are just dragged out uh, beyond its expiration date. Yeah. That's my opinion. 
yeah, I think that uh, this movie kind of gets off on the wrong foot pretty quickly because I I already have a I have a problem with the premise of the film, like the okay. actual premise of I, what I'm this whole movie is about. Yeah. But well, let's start. I mean, this movie does start out promising as fuck. Yeah. The opening scene sequence yeah. is the best part of the film. Well, with and our boy Dave Batista, with B- my, our man Batista, well, we could talk about the that. Legend. After after we talk about the scene, we could talk yeah. about Batista. I, I mean, I always, I you know, we're pro wrestling fans growing <laughs> yeah. up, huge yeah. pro wrestling. So I always root for the pro wrestlers that go into movies, man. I yeah. always root for them. And he's good in this one, too, he man. He is, dude. He's good. He's fucking good, man. <laughs> so like, it starts out right. So our man Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. is a replicant. Yes. Uh, as far as we know at this point. They make that pretty clear in the beginning. Yes. Rather uh, than uh, the rather than telling us. It's also different from the original Blade Runner where there's the question of is uh, Harrison Ford's Deckard a replicant or a human? We kind of get this right off the bat. No. This Blade right. Runner is a replicant. So, yeah. Continue. And we get it through really good visual storytelling. What yeah. happens? He's Well, it, it's actually everything, right? It's the... It's even the way uh, Gosling's acting, you mm-hmm. know, the directing, because essentially he comes in, he knows this guy's uh, a replicant, yeah. which means, and he's a giant man, a giant yes. replicant, which, and as we know, if, uh, you know, well, well, they give the little excerpt before the film, but correct. Every single little excerpt, excerpt in this film is microscopic. It's so small. Why is it so small? I don't know. I'm straining my fucking eyes to see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I didn't bullshit. Sometimes I didn't even see it at all. Yeah. Like when he's in the thing where he's like interlocking cells, interlocking cells, interlocking cells, cells yeah. interlocked. Well, well that I, that I didn't mind just cuz I don't think you it's not so important that you see but it. But I want to if we're going to be putting but, it don't don't put it in there at all yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're it's right. fucking uh, well, 6 6 point font on a huge screen. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. dot. I yeah, can't yeah. see that shit. You're right. Anyway, you're continue. Right. You shouldn't yes. have it if, if we can't see it. Yes. Or, you know, if you're going to have letters that, you know, aren't blurred out and they're meant to be read. Correct. Um, so, well, essentially, he's a replicant, right? Which means yep. he's not human. He's made of steel or whatever. He's super strong, right? Yeah. They're, they're superhuman. Yeah. You know, um, and they're used as slaves and in and, and all kind of different ways. Yep. Uh, sex robots, shit like that. But, he, you know, he was uh, – he so – if you don't know, if you haven't seen the original Blade Runner, the replicants in that film, you know, the antagonist sort of of the film, really, yeah. um, all worked like these off-world coal mines that was sort mm-hmm. of, and that's the controversy, and now this is banned. They're in the future, like, post this big blackout event, and the, the replicants sort of got these rights that it was inhumane, and it's, we don't exactly know what they did, but it's implied that it was a incredibly harsh working conditions even for these super strong things it would just yeah. work them to death essentially yeah. and he was one of those guys this batista guy mm-hmm. so and they and they explained that in conversation he's like you know you worked on whatever c27 some bullshit <laughs> uh it doesn't matter and he's like that must have been hard mm-hmm. right so already you're like oh he's one of those hardcore replicants yeah and not only is he one of those hardcore replicants we know just just from the visual storytelling the way he he they re- uh, Gosling acts is that he's there to kill him. Yeah. Right. And he even says, Are you can take me in. And he goes, you know, I wish that was an option. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to retire you. Yeah. But really immediately, you know, Gosling also is a replicant. Yeah. Because he's just playing it cool. Yeah. He's not afraid of the guy. No. He's sitting right in front of him. Yeah. So if he was a human, he knows at any point he could just snap his neck. This mm-hmm. guy's like, I'm chilling. 
Yeah. I got a gun in my pocket and I'm going to pull it out and shoot you. Yeah. And there's nothing you could do about it. So like, it's a badass scene and like already you're framing him as a badass character. Yeah. And then it becomes all too clear when he throws him through the wall and punches him a bunch of times (laughs) and Gosling still beats him, fights back. Right. Uh, and he kills him. And then you have, uh, you have the line, uh, well, right before he kills him. Right. Um, uh, he's like, I'm not one. He goes, uh, you're, you've been hired to kill your own kind. He's like, I'm not one of you. Um, and he goes, yeah, because you've never seen a miracle. And then he exactly. Kills him, right. Yep. Uh, so at this point, we can jump a little bit mm-hmm. to, well, Gosling works for the cops. Yes. He's a Blade Runner. For the LAPD. Yeah. Uh, now there's, and there's the whole thing where all the humans hate him. They obviously hate. Yeah. They call him a skin, Skinner? Uh, a, a skin suit? Skin something, yeah. Give me a minute. We'll continue on. Yeah. To remember. Uh, you know, they kind of... Definitely derogatory. They basically... Yeah, they, they, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, he's a second-class citizen, essentially. They don't even yeah. see him as human. No. Right? And there's a lot of uh, allegories you can make with that throughout our history. I mean, it's just kind of human beings, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he works basically right underneath the police captain, commissioner... They that never actually is, say, yeah, right? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. But, like, she's got to be pretty fucking high up. Yeah. Well, she's the, he- I guess she's the head of that I would, yeah, the department. hunting the blade, department. The, like, the Blade Runner. Yeah. Uh, she heads all the yeah. locations. In Greater Los Angeles. This is post-apocalyptic, whatever, Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, skin post- job. Skin, skin job. Jobs. Skin job. There you go. Uh, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, and so what's the premise of the film? We could jump to that. Yeah. Basically, he finds a bag of bones underneath because the guy the guy was growing plants. And yep. in the Blade Runner universe, this is also true in the first film, mm-hmm. uh, everything's sort of synthetic to find a real anything, a real dog, a real horse, a real goat, a real tree, a real plant yeah. uh, is incredibly rare and incredibly e- There was expensive. an ecological collapse. Expensive, right. Yeah. Um, so... He fi- he sees a little plant, and this is all good. So far. Yeah. we're all good Absolutely. right now. This is a great film. I mean, this is part of my expectations, right, of coming out of that film and being like, "This film sucked yeah. the first time," because because it starts out so great. Yeah. I fucking love that opening scene, and still love it watching it again. Mm-hmm. He uh, and he's got like the infrared whatever on his car, flying car, and he sees that there's something underneath, and there's bones buried. Yep. And they analyze the bones, and it was a woman who died in childbirth. Mm-hmm. One. And then two, the big reveal was that she was a replicant. Yep. So replicants can give live birth. Yes. Uh, yep. At least this one could. At least this one. Yeah. So. <sighs> I don't. Which is a good idea, but yeah. how they use it becomes. So a let's little, just you know. let's let's jump around a bit. Okay. Yeah. Who's the replicant that uh, can give birth? It's Rachel from the first film. Yep. Who's Sean Young? Who's Sean Young? Yep. And Rachel ran off mm-hmm. with Deckard, yep. Harrison Ford, in the first film. That's how the first film ends. Yep. Now in the second film, we find her bones. So essentially, her and Deckard ran off. Deckard, who is human. Yep. It's been confirmed, and I always thought that was true. Uh, I never really. Yeah. Well, like, if we go, let's just get. Well, let's just talk about that quickly. Uh, in Blade Runner, uh, the director Ridley Scott found him to be a replicant. Harrison Ford was adamant that he was a human. I was also adamant. And I didn't give a fuck what Ridley Scott. Had I think to he say. was a human too. It actually the, the story in that movie does not work if he's a replicant. Yeah, he's a human. The relationships, the themes don't work. It doesn't work if he's not a replicant. So yeah. I didn't give a shit when Ridley Scott came out and said that. I'm like, I'm yeah. glad that 
you know even the final he, cut when you're watching it's like I still think he's a human. I still think he's human. Yeah. And he is. It turns out, well, that's what we went with, right? Yeah. Um, again, I haven't read Do Androids Dream Electric Sheep. I don't know how clear it is in that one because mm-hmm. Philip K. Dick is, you know, very, you know, he loves twists and shit like that. And But anyway, so he was a human. He ran off with Rachel. Yep. They had a kid together. She died in childbirth. So mm-hmm. Rachel was a replicant who was capable of giving birth. She is the miraculous mother. The yeah. miraculous. Well, okay. So I hate that. First off, and I agree with you that it's sort of like a Virgin Mary kind of thing. I mean, there's nothing overt yeah. about that. I could, uh, you know, because of our cultural, uh, grow up and you know, religion and all that stuff, we, we could be imposing that ourselves. But certainly, well, well, it's a trope at least. It's a story. It's trope. a trope. Well, he literally says it's a miracle, right? So yeah. actually, and I agree with you. So this is. It so just I so happens. To, it just so happens that the miraculous birth had, happened to be yes. Rachel. Correct, and that's that's that is what I don't like. Yeah. So it reminds me of, and it's actually a little worse than this. It's a little fanservicey. It's very fanservicey. It's I'm, like I was being nice. About this it, is how sure. important she is. So it reminds yeah. me of like the Star Wars prequels, where they make Darth Vader. So Anakin is this. Uh, young kid that they recognize that he has this great potential to be a great Jedi. Yeah. Which is all fine. Yeah. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not enough that he grew up to be this great Jedi and turned and, you know, helped turn, uh, helped uh, basically kill all the Jedi order and yeah. all the Jedi. Order. That's also fine. He's the chosen one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this kind of revisionist history in Star Wars that Lucas made up mm-hmm. where it's like, you were the chosen one. You were meant to save us all. It's like, what? You made him a Jesus character? Yeah. Really? I mean, an anti Christ, essentially, what he becomes, sort of, I guess. Yeah. Um, really? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Uh, like, why couldn't he just be a fucking awesome Jedi that became an awesome Sith and fucked all you guys up? Because we got to raise the stakes. That's what I'm saying. But it's, yeah. a, it's just this... this hacky way of doing it i agree so it's the same in that it, this is to me it parallels that problem yeah where i'm like oh you mean the two people among a giant society of replicants and blade runners and and, and let's not humans we have seen and like, replicants have sex with regular humans before right so like that's why it's like really these two have to these be are the ones the ones these are the ones you yeah. are the chosen ones it's it's okay bad. so that's I, I mean problem, i don't like it. that's problem number one Problem number two. Well, that's that's a problem, but also maybe not a problem, but a, but a challenge to that mm-hmm. uh, is the fact that Wallace, who's the Tyrell character in this movie, he's yeah. he he's, took over Tyrell's. Corporation. He took. He's this weird genius, evil super genius who makes all the replicants now. Yeah. Um, he claims in the film that. Because he's trying, he just so happens to also be trying to create replicants that give birth. Yes. Because, partly at least, because he says we don't have the materials or the resources to continue creating replicants indefinitely. Basically, he's like, we're we're in a, 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 a looming crisis yeah. where we're going to run out of replicants, nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. Which also doesn't make sense for one the, our opening scene with him, but I'm going to criticize that in a sec yeah. or down in a minute. Um, he says the, uh, uh, basically I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to paraphrase it. He says that essentially Tyrell unlocked the key Mm -hmm. 
yes. to replicants being able to give birth, and then that knowledge was lost. Yes, and he only gave it to one replicant. And he only gave it a, well. That that's the thing, right? Does he say that? That's how I took it. Oh, I didn't take it that way. That's how that's I took even it. worse. Yeah, that's how I took it. Okay, so I took it as Tyrell. Like he was like playing a game with. But how does how, like, well? Here's know. the question number one: How does Wallace playing, uh, know? How does Wallace know that? Oh, because the screenwriter decided that. That's, that's what nice. I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So it it <laughs> it uh so that hacky shit line. Yeah bullshit line solves two problems for the screenwriter. Is Wallace, writer. by the way, is Wallace a replicant or a person? I think he's a person. I think Because the there's I- some weird shit going on. So I think the idea of Wallace is basically he's... I think it's important, and almost in the same way that Decker... It was important for Decker to be a human in the first one. I think it's important that Wallace is this person that essentially becomes more and more detached from his own humanity so okay. he like has these modifications to help him he have, definitely has a lot of modifications know, to like see or even see certain things i mean it implies he implies towards the end that he can read decker's thoughts sort of okay he says you have no information for me i don't know i took it that way i don't know okay. if that's true um but wallace i don't know played how, by jared leto jared leto <laughs> You know, you know what though? He's not as he's not as bad in this film. He's not as bad in this film as I remembered. I'll crit- I'll talk about him too. Yeah, we'll talk about him. Okay, but I don't know what. So that that bullshit line solves two problems for the screenwriter. That fucking yeah. bullshit hacky exposition line. Mm-hmm. One, now we have Wallace is going to be the main antagonist yeah. because now that he knows somehow knows that Tyrell solve the problem of replicants giving birth and the knowledge was lost which is fine on its own in a yeah. vacuum that that idea is fine one i don't know how he knows that two he also now happens to know that they discovered bones of a woman who gave birth who was a replicant oh there's wallace's uh knowledge that i know about mm-hmm. now i'm going to become not only am i telling the audience oh tyrell had that uh technology or knowledge that's how we explain away rachel's birth yeah two now we have an antagonist who's also interested in finding the child yeah and that creates the uh tension for the story correct um so we just explain we just did both those things which are hugely hugely important yeah uh crucial actually um without with just a line a throwaway line essentially Yeah. yeah right which is i think is bullshit you know Mm-hmm. Um, and even and talk about cartoon villains, man. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about Jared Leto real quick. I didn't hate him in this film, but this is the problem with Jared Leto, and he does it in this movie. And thankfully, he's not in it enough. It's almost a cameo yeah, where he doesn't cameo. get a time. He doesn't get the time to fucking chew the scenery. But what Leto <laughs> does is he takes the most obvious choice yeah. for a character and runs it into the ground. Mm-hmm. That's why his Joker's so bad mm-hmm. because Joker's. You know, this maniac, uh, outsider, nihilist, chaos, agent of chaos yeah. with a funny voice because he's got the laugh. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take that and give it a hundred and million percent on top. <laughs> and I'm not going to I don't need nuance. No. I just I just take all those qualities and I fucking floor it. Yeah. He's not a subtle actor. No. And that's what that's his problem with this performance too where he's like i'm evil yeah i'm the evil super genius yeah he he talks uh he he, how he would how you would expect an evil super genius to talk yeah he talks like elon musk yeah yeah (laughs) i'm weird 
I'm a weird it, autistic it, it, yes, evil it's, super dude. It's very, it's very clear that this man is uh, weird yeah, and strange. Um, uh, do you think Jared Leto sent rats to Harrison Ford at any point? I don't think so. I would have no, got knocked think, the fuck out. I think out. Harrison Ford would have kicked, kicked the shit out of it. You ever hear Viola Davis <laughs> Yeah, that's Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Yeah. I don't think he did that to Harrison Ford because I think on the yeah. set – because Harrison Ford in this movie, he might be 74, but he's he in good shape, man. The fuck out. <laughs> I bought that he could he could land some punches oh, in yeah, this movie. Sure. He's for a sure. big dude. He's a big dude. He's you he, like you could actually see Harrison Ford in this movie. He's wearing the shirt. You see the muscles on this man. Oh, I don't he know how he has big. how he's so he's fucking He's in incredible shape. Yeah, he's a giant. He's giant. He's a fucking brute. And um, but yeah, like I agree. Jared Leto his care it's not like when you watch blade runner with tyrell um tyrell and blade runner is just uh yeah he's like a he's just a scientist yeah it's a great performance he's just a scientist exactly in this one it's the and there's actually nuance yeah and there's actually nuance in that one because in i remember Mm -hmm. that performance that it's a great performance where even when uh rucker howard i forget the character's name comes up to him and basically he's trying to art he's trying to figure out and they have this really brilliant scene where they're speaking in this technical jargon that we don't understand but clearly they're both geniuses and he's like yeah. what if you do this what if you do this he's like i can't yeah. and eventually he's like he w- you were made like we burnt the candle at both ends you were made perfect yeah and you could see tyrell's like appreciation for him and eating kind of affection for him yeah it's a really nuanced performance you don't get any of that in leto no and you never would you never would he no. just can't he doesn't have the, for that no he goes all the way he just goes all the Full way tilt. i can't he can't hold the subtleties in his head. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> but even that scene, I mean, so like that, and it's a scene that, again, in contrast to Tyrell, where you could sort of understand him as a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's not so uh, overtly evil, which yeah. actually almost makes him more evil in a way. Uh, because I'm like, oh, this guy could have been. We a empathize with all the characters in the original Blade Runner. Yes, exactly. Even because well, even Rucker Howard, Dan, yeah, Daryl Hannah. We all these are you understand them. I mean, I guess I understand where Wallace is coming from in this movie, but still, I like, understand he's his motivation. He's he is kind of a cookie cutter villain. Yeah, well, even the way it starts, there's the born uh, replicant. Yeah, and he goes to fight. He's able. He's so essentially. He's trying to f- create a replicant that can give birth. Yes. Somehow, and this is, again, going back to the weird uh, modifications he has on him. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he's able to tell, I guess, whether they are viable. Right? Y- yeah. Is that, I, that, that, that I was underst- the implication? Yeah, I understood it that he was able to, like, x-ray the replicant yes. to see if the replicant has, like, a uterus. Uh, uh, yeah, a uterus or, or because a he viable specifically, he, he specifically he touches her there. touches her there. Yes. Correct. But, like, he's able to sense it. He's got some, yes. and the fucking things on his eyes or whatever. He's got these yeah, metal and, and things. He, and he's got the thing in the neck. Oh, right, in the black. That's why I was wondering. black floaty nanotechnology or whatever it was. The stones. Yeah. yeah. So just to make sure we know this man's evil, and this isn't Leto's fault, obviously. This is the film now. Yep. Um, he figure, finds out, one, she, this particular replicant can't give birth. Yep. I'm just going to kill her. Yeah. Brutally. He doesn't, like, turn her off. He slices her stomach open, and she bleeds to death on him. Yep. Right? So, uh, (laughs) so again, comically evil. Yeah. But I'm also confused because he literally goes, 
We have a shortage. We have a shortage of replicants. Yeah. We can't do this forever. Uh -huh. I'm going to fucking kill you. Yep. You're useless to me. And then he walks out. Yep. So I'm like, I'm confused. Is it? So it, it reads like a scene mm -hmm. that just exists to, one, give us those bullshit lines about the pregnancies. Yep. And this is apparently uh, the, the head problem yep. on the forefront of the replicant uh, society. Yeah. And two, we have to make sure that you know this man is pure evil. Correct. So that And that's a fault with the script and also the director because he has obviously power over that as well. Yeah. Um, so this is already where the film uh, starts to fall off for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. It's just um, I, I like the ideas of what was going on with this movie, uh, specifically the live birth replicants. But I just, you know, it, I feel like if you were going to make a, you didn't have to make the movie, the sequel to Blade Runner, like so big. That's not, the original Blade Runner is not a, no about that. Yeah. And the second one, obviously you want to raise the stakes a little bit because the sequel, every sequel sure. is supposed to raise the stakes, but like, we don't have to go into this earth shattering, earth changing dilemma that this movie, uh, posits. A hundred percent agree. It's a, that's the problem. Yeah. And not only is an earth-shattering, world-changing, revolutionary yeah. dilemma, mm -hmm. it all hinges on the fan service premise yeah. of our original characters all causing it. Yeah. I would have been when more— When they were just street hooker. Yeah. It was, a, it was a replicant assistant and a cop. Yeah. I would have—it would have been better if, if you took the same story, right, and it just so happens that— Deckard found out about this years ago, but uh -huh. he went away because he didn't want to put this out there. Okay, right. I'm okay with that. Instead of him being the father, the, you know, uh, you know, the Joseph of uh, the Jesus of the uh, female birth. Jesus of female Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the problem. I I, I think the movie tries too hard with that. It tries to connect it too much. Right. And it's too yeah, it's too specific. It's too coincidental. Like these were the ones There's a lot of coincidences even within the movie, not even with that story, just within the movie there's a lot of coincidences. Yeah. So yeah, continue. So well yeah, the it's too coincidental, one. And two so it could have worked even if they're even in the excerpt, like the the little pro prologue. Yeah. Where they talked about how there was more than one replicant of Tyrell's that gave birth. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of known, maybe not among the public, yeah. but among people in the know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like there was more than one birth, but, and then th maybe they like, we have to try to find these, all of them. Yes. Right. We have to find all of them and, yeah. they, and they were all killed or wiped out, systematically killed. Maybe there was a hundred. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And Tyrell's, you know, main assistant was one of them that was able to give her, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, now we have the thing. And, and then even then, the earth-shattering kind of world-changing stakes make a little more sense. Yeah. And then it could sort of work. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. But instead, it's just this one event, this one thing that happens. Immediately, Robin Wright, police commissioner, decides, no, you have to just kill her, find <laughs> yeah. her, and kill her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I guess she has authority to do. And she. this is a judgment like a really, call. That is a quick rash judgment call she didn't call the mayor she didn't call the commissioner she didn't call the president she I'm didn't call the senator hand son she is she I'm is john mcclaining 
the yes. future of this planet, she apparently. Has, she has decided this birth is going to cause a fucking species war where uh, humans are yeah. now the Neanderthals and the replicants will be the homo, homo sapiens. Yeah, she processed that real quick. And that, yeah, humans are going to get wiped out because of this. And, you know, she's a, a fucking a desk jockey at the LAPD. <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. It's some rundown shithole city. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they made L.A. look it, – L.A.'s run down. It's a it dump. It was a dump in the first one, too. That's the yeah. whole point. It's a fucking dump. Yeah. You're the commissioner of a dump. Yes. Okay? You go and kill – you are the head of big the brain, department. Bro. Yeah. You're the head of the department <laughs> that goes and kills old replicants that no one gives a shit about. Yes. You're the cleanup crew. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Who? What do you think, one, that you can make decisions <laughs> like this? Two, why am I supposed to buy that your assessment is accurate? No one we can don't. make that assessment, first of all. No. Maybe a team. Even, even Wallace doesn't make that assessment. No. Wallace is like, I just want to find it. I just want this so I could find out how to make more. Yes. And it, it'd actually be nice to explore the argument, too, because Wallace, as evil, comically evil as he is, if there is a replicant crisis and their entire society hinges on the labor of the replicants in whatever capacity— Yeah then maybe the pregnancy thing is important. It doesn't mean it will be. It will probably create a more unethical, immoral society, yeah. and that's its own thing. But the idea of sustaining it and it being uh, uh, stable yeah. makes sense. Mm -hmm. And this bitch doesn't consider that shit at all. Also because she no. doesn't have the – we know – there's literally dramatic irony in that assessment yeah. because we know – that Wallace knows mm -hmm. that we can't – they can't make so many more replicants. She probably doesn't know that. No. no so already there's – She doesn't know that at all. Yeah. No. That's she... just one of the things she doesn't know. What yeah. else don't we know that she doesn't know? A lot. Yeah. You're a garbage man. <laughs> You're the head of the garbage man. It's an important job, sure. We can say that. Yeah. But you you cannot make that assessment. No, 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 no. She she literally says, "I'm, I'm. The world is in my hands, and I've decided go kill her. Yeah, or him. We don't know at this point, right? Yeah. Which talk about unethical. Yeah, go kill this person who was born. Right. That's and even uh, Kay, who is the replicant. That's Ryan Gosling's character. He was like, uh, "Do we? Are we sure we really want to yeah. do that?" Well, like he he actually has. Yeah, he has pause. Yeah, because he's like, I've never killed anything that's yeah that's not born. And he's like, well, you know, I need a well. You don't uh, you don't need a soul. You've been getting uh just fine without it. Right. Uh, but he has more soul than you. And she's supposed to be the good guy in this film. She is. She's supposed to be. So, uh, I mean, ignorance is bliss, right? Right. Uh, that's that's like that's her character in, in in a nutshell, in my opinion. Um, uh, what else do you want to talk about? Uh. Just that's that's the crux of this story. Um, and it takes they go through a lot of twists and turns and a lot of kind of detours to put in uh, like sci fi ideas. And um, well, it's a lot of just sci fi action going. shit. And then there's that. But like I'm talking about, uh, you know, how he's in love with the essentially an app. Right. Uh, you know, which I like. It's I just, do like it's, it. It's too it's too slow. It's it drags too, on. Yeah. It's. It's takes, a bit of gilding also the takes lily. Away, it takes away from the story for a long period yes. of time. And it just feels – it almost feels like it, – it, it almost feels a little dated in a way where it's like we're creating this uh, subplot to make the audience understand that this man also can feel love. 
and yeah. these AI can feel like we get it. It's it's the Terminator Two storyline, yeah, where the machine actually has human feelings and has the capacity to love and uh, to uh, uh, be selfless, and, right? And you know has feelings, has emotionality. Uh, we've seen that, and it's fine. It does it do it does it well, but like like you said, like it just takes way too long. It doesn't really serve the plot of the film no. it serves his character in uh important parts in the movie well but it, we could have gotten to that it, al- it also allows him especially when he's trying to figure out with the twins when he's reading the the records and stuff yeah and he's speaking to her yeah it gives another character to give exposition to yeah, I, which is yeah. actually and which i don't yeah which is fine i'm not even criticizing that it's actually uh they're actually using her now like yeah. oh, okay now she actually does serve a purpose in the film as far as we're watching it yeah um Listen, I like the subplot. I just think it drags a bit. It's a, it's indulgent. There's a lot of indulgent shit going on in this movie. Yeah. Again, you could cut a minute, two minutes, five minutes here and there, and it could have. This been a movie could have been cut by thirty minutes. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think. Um, so you know, there's enough, and there's also the payoff, I guess, at the end where the woman, the the other, the other replicant actually crushes her and kills her, essentially, right before she's just about to say, "I love you," whatever. Oh, love. Yeah, Wallace's yeah, yeah. right hand man. Yes. Love. Love. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Um, and that was not. It's a good payoff. I remember not liking it the first time around. Second time around, I'm like, oh, this works. It works. It was sad. It works. Um, but yeah, I mean, speaking of love, so essentially, what the, what does the film become? He goes on this long detective story trying to figure out who this woman is. Yeah. Uh, and along the way, this is also extremely important. Uh, basically, he becomes convinced that he's the one. Yes. Who's the child? Now, the reason – now, if this yes. ac- had actually ended up being true, I would have shot myself in the face. <laughs> um, I'd be like, this movie's bullshit. I'm ending it all. <laughs> but essentially, the way this happens is because he he has this memory mm-hmm. of being back in – like being chased by these kids holding this horsey. Like in a foundry. In a foundry. Yeah. Um, and it's this wooden horse, and it's got a date on the bottom. And basically, he finds the same wooden horse at the house. Yes. Um, six ten twenty one. Six ten twenty one. Yeah. Um, and even the the AI hologram convinces him that it's true. I mean, she really pushes it. She's actually the one that convinces him. She's like, "You were born. You're real." Yeah. She's like, "We got to give you a name." I'm like, "Oh, this bitch bought a hook, line, and sinker, man." Like, she's in on it, and it makes sense. Like, it makes sense. She'd come to that conclusion. Yeah. Now, how it would just be him, a random cop in LA, um, and then he goes and checks at the lab with the the this woman who also doesn't to, look 28 years old well no he actually does look 28 it's right it's Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah you're right you're right yeah uh, just because we know his age right exactly yeah. <laughs> we know he's a lot older uh you know he goes to this lab where this woman is basically a subcontractor she creates memories for replicants yeah I guess she's the only one by the way that's okay I was but gonna I, say that there has to be more than just her doing this yeah because right? she has even if she can upload it, it it's just his first try he finds the one right so it has to be like Maybe she's the one. You know what, though? That's Maybe what I'm saying. She, uh, you know, it's a movie where there's a lot of coincidences but going on. You know what? Maybe she's the one of, like, Los Angeles. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I'd but, hope something like that um, because that's. I mean, how does she find her specifically? Because does he find out that she's the one who designed his memories? Or no. no? Uh, he, I, that's that's why I was trying to. That's why I was trying to say there's like a, a confluence of events going on here because he just assumes he wants to go find out why this implant is in there. That's why. Right. So, well, no, he wants to find out if it's an implant. Yes. So I'm guessing she, 
it's either he got really lucky she's the first one that he went to go see and he's like oh i found the first one which i would hate or i hope like what you said uh, she's the one of los angeles let's yeah, say yeah which I, I would you would I think hope. i would hope because he's he was from los angeles he or if she's in the los only angeles. one in the entire world that does it i that's even that worse. would be crazy that would be awful and i can't even assume that because i would oh. hate the film even more what i don't hate the film but i would i would hate it yes. i would hate it let's just say he he found the right person yes so he right walks away. in Basically, because what we know of replicants, right, they have these memories in order to basically give them personalities and right. have them develop and, and go through all the same Make things. Make them senti sentient. Sentient and yeah. also, um, I think, you know, you know, emotional development and intellectual development, all that stuff, which is important to a human in order to do jobs and live in human society. Okay, yep. fine. Uh, that's explored in the first film. Uh, but she, he basically goes to her. And she creates memories. So he wants to find out if this, he now, because this memory is the memory where he found the wooden horse, yeah. he suspects this memory is real. This is not an implant. And yeah. if this memory is real, I'm a human. Mm -hmm. So he goes to her. She looks at the memory. She starts crying, getting emotional, going, yes, it's real. Doesn't explain how. She knows. Mm -hmm. We find out later, obviously. Yep. Um, and he goes, God damn it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> and it's actually a good scene. It's a good scene. Yeah. Storms out. He's really upset. So he's human now. He's he's Jesus. Right? Uh, yes, and they're also trying to say he's just like Deckard in the first one, where we don't know. It's the question of is our Blade Runner a replicant right. or is he a human? Because we had to do the same thing over yes. again. And with the uh, you know, which it's I didn't other, think it was necessary. It's the other side. But okay, of, it's the other side of the coin, right? Yeah. Because the answer is obviously that he's actually a replicant. Yes. Um. You know, and before this, also, there's the other plot, which is important. Uh, there's the fembots who bother him. Yeah. Uh, who are the these replicants that are told to follow him by this mysterious woman with a French accent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> For a minute there, I thought that was going to be Sean Young when we first watched that movie. Oh, did, did they purposely hire someone that fucking resembles uh, Sean Young? Yeah. Yeah. You think so? I think so, yeah it's weird right because yeah. i'm like are you supposed to be i don't know yeah. uh well i guess you know why i guess for the picture too where she's holding the baby we're supposed to think that's sean young and it's actually not yeah um but anyway there's these fembots as well and basically they bother him and she wants him them to follow him because they basically know what he's up to too yep right so again that makes fine sense i think it's dumb that it was three stupid fembots it's a little hokey uh, personally mm -hmm. um they're also hookers yep uh basically they're they're replicants that work as prostitutes Correct. right they're street street replicants um eventually she and this is also talk about coincidence mm -hmm. uh he talks to her and then later on his hologram love hires her to yeah. come have sex with him and you know she sinks with her so they can basically have be intimate together yeah and she sneaks a tracker in his jacket yeah which she wouldn't have been able to do if the hologram ai didn't seek her out and find her well they gave that one line where the where oh the, the screenwriter loves to do this the, apparently. the ai just says well i knew that you kind of liked her i got well, none no, no, of that no i got none of that interaction I, I literally got none of that either i'm like that's bullshit you're really bad at reading things because yeah. you've been wrong this whole film yeah um but Two, even with that line, it still doesn't explain the coincidence away of, oh, the AI just happened to figure that out. And, like, what if she didn't call her over? And also, how did the AI call her over? Well, she's got – she's links to I, – I mean, you know what? No, That's a good question. because I don't think he got the stick yet, You're right? actually 
No, no, no. He did. He it, did. Okay, so because he got still, it even then. He got it after killing the boat. It was the boat. Okay, yeah, for, you're right. You're killing, right. But uh, then Batista. You're right. But still, how we're we're made to think in this movie that the uh, the hologram that Wallace creates uh, is uh, personalized to whoever it is. So how did it yes. get to this uh, hooker? Don't think about it. <sighs> Yeah, I can't. Well, we're going to we Shang-Chi. Right? Don't think about we're, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't yeah, ask yeah, questions. Yeah, Shang-Chi, this is. No questions. <laughs> yeah, move on. Move on. Let's You're move right, on. actually. I didn't consider. You know what, though? They do a good enough job where uh, it's convincing enough of the film where I didn't think about it until afterwards. Yeah. So that's fine enough, I And guess. it's also kind of weird. They also, like, it's uh, the two actresses kind of looked. They, it was, like, good casting. Well, I think that's the idea, right? That was good. I mean, this is also. It's an interesting idea with right. that. It just goes on for fucking five well, minutes. Well, this is another. This is what I'm saying with the romance subplot. Now it's the. Now we're we're basically taking a a, a left turn now. Oh to, yeah, we went to the B plot for a while. Yes. So we're <laughs> at the B plot now. Where like, let's explore the ethical implications yeah. of love between a replicant and a hologram. Yeah. And she has to combine with the woman in order to to have this physical human touch with each other yeah. and actually be intimate. And it's supposed to be sad and and uh, you know. Um, I don't know what else. Sad and, and but also loving and also these yeah. things being able to show affection, but is she real? Can she actually feel? Yeah. Or at least she want you know, all all these things. Um and they really explore it for a while. Oh yeah. And also it's important to throw the tracker in there to get back to the A plot. Yeah. Right? Because it's important later on. Mm-hmm. Um so what happens? Essentially he goes, he tracks this woman uh this whole thing down. Uh oh, we also find out that there was a giant blackout. Which I mentioned earlier. Yeah, they, was, they say that a couple times. Yeah. yeah, there was a giant blackout at some point where that's where they had to build from scratch again. It was basically essentially yeah. this po- apocalyptic event. Yeah. Um, and it was post blackout creating the new models that they now are, are retiring the old models, right? Yeah, and also because dangerous. yeah, because the old models uh, think for themselves more. Uh, yes. The new models right. are more uh, are just completely agreeable to whatever anyone says. Right. And also the old models have open-ended lifespans, which Correct. is completely contradictory to the whole premise of the first Blade Runner. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, that's revisionist. <laughs> it is. Whatever. It's We're okay. going to wreck on it. That's fine. Don't Com- think about it. Comic books do it. Don't think about it. Whatever. There was a prologue. It had it in small writing. I don't know if you read it, um, <laughs> but it explained it all very clearly. Yeah. So uh, let's not criticize it. Um, open-ended lifespans. Moving on. <laughs> Yeah, but they all live for four. Yeah, sh- shut up. Moving on. He also made open-ended ones. Yep, yep. Yeah, but he was like very explicit in the first one that he couldn't do that. But whatever. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> so he goes on his his quest, uh, or his detective, uh, escapades, and uh, you know he's a detective now, I guess. Yeah. Wh- which. Well, I mean, he sort of is, I guess, right? Because he's, yeah. a, he's, I mean, a, he's a hunter. Yeah. Right? And he so goes, you, you got to go figure out where these people are. Yeah, he goes to Garage World. Uh, garbage World, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, he goes to Garbage World, goes to the Garbage Orphanage, <laughs> um, and finds out basically she's an orphan. And this is where he – oh, well, actually, I jumped ahead. But this is where he found the foundry and yeah. essentially where the memory was. And he's like, I was this orphan. Yeah. Um, now, you would think he would have memories – going forward and he'd be able to connect things but we never actually explored he's just a kid and now yeah. he's a cop um that might have been fun to use th- that time instead of the b-plot romance maybe going back into his memories i don't know yeah but uh anyway you were wiped clean or something i don't know we right. gave you you were given a serum and you forget everything i don't yeah, know exactly something some bullshit because some it bu- doesn't make you some bullshit because uh, it doesn't surgery. really make sense I don't remember anything but this really this one memory 
And uh, the next thing I know, I'm a cop, and I'm 30-something years old. Yes. But that's that's because you're a robot, sir. Well, no, no. Is it the only memory? Oh, he does say that, right? He he says there's a couple of memories, but I mean the one that sticks out is this one. Yeah, but and I think the what because well, first off, we ha- we have to talk about this at some point. Um, the idea that she gave him her memory did she give this to all the androids, or yeah. was it all the replicants? Or again, was he the only one that happened to get her real memory? I assume um, she shipped it out to a bunch of them, right? Like mass produced implants. So you're thinking like. Uh, you're thinking like a regular person doing this. I'm going to be thinking as a screenwriter and say, what makes this movie more important? And that is, I only gave it to Kay. Oh God. But I feel like Kay only got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, listen, there's already this mystical, cause I think miraculous she only, cause I only, thing. I think she gave only certain, I think she only gives, I think she gives like a replicant, like a couple each, like real memory. Maybe some of them have the same ones, but he, if he, if, there are replicants that have the same horsey memory. Uh, there aren't a lot of them. Right. And it just so happens to be the Blade Runner that gets it. Yeah. And obviously she's not going to get – if she knew he was a Blade Runner I, – yeah. I, I don't know why I'm thinking no, about this. Don't think about it. You know. So, <laughs> yeah. So he goes to the foundry, does, does that. Also, the whole time that he's doing this, love is on his case. So basically Wallace is sending her to follow him. Because they're trying to find the child, too. And she is a badass replicant. She is a badass replicant. We also, just going back, do we ever really figure out how Wallace and her know that they found the child and are looking for her? Um, it's because uh, Gosling goes to the records for Tyrell. Yes, but they never actually know why he's going to the records. He doesn't say, I he guess, just says like he I found guess the they- dead body. I guess found a dead replicant and was trying to just tie up loose ends. I guess they wanted to. I guess they maybe they wanted to figure out something more because they knew Rachel was the personal replicant for Tyrell. Oh. Maybe they wanted to know why is this Blade Runner f- uh, want to know more about Ty- uh, about Rachel. And then they and, looked into it, and and when she went into the morgue, she saw that she gave birth. Correct. That's what I think. But they never actually explained that. She never has that revelation in front of us. No. And neither does Wallace. Honestly, did we really need it? It's fucking three hours, this movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> did I need more need to be. Did I need more scenes of that? I mean, need to be. I don't know. Uh, but that's that's my my what I think is like, they're like, this is an important replicant. Why is the LAPD poking around this? Something's big. That's how yeah, I but took they it. they jumped to she gave birth and died in childbirth and he found her bones. And now, now he's going to find the child. I mean, they had to. It was never explicit, right? No, no. Maybe we're talking about this too much because maybe we're wrong. Maybe we both missed it. I didn't see it. I just watched it again. I watched. Yeah, it twice I just watched in the last it. two days. Right. I didn't see that. Okay. So they yeah. just know. They just know. Whatever. Wallace is a genius. I don't know. He figured it out somehow. Yeah. Uh, well, now that I think about it, does Wallace actually ever meet? He never actually meets Kay. Uh, Does he actually ever see him? No, because they also imply that Wallace can read thoughts. He sort of implies that with Harrison Ford later. No, he he didn't. See, he doesn't see Kay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so finds out, and also, and then eventually goes back to his police captain. Uh, you know, this would be hero of the world. Yes, and says, uh, <laughs> you know, I did it. I killed her. 
I, I found them and I took care of it. Yes, and he's not supposed. He can't lie, which he does. So that ruins that yeah. whole thing. Well, he quick. doesn't actually say I, I killed her. He says I finished it. He t- he yeah. terms it in a specific way. Yeah, I finished it. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah. So he's Twice. rebelling. Yes. Even though we've established that he he can't he can't. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they don't really explore that. Like it's not even really important. That I'm he guessing. Says that. I, I'm guessing. How I took that is once you get off the baseline, oh you right, because he's rebel. off baseline. He's off baseline, Correct. so you okay. can. But they want they figure you out. They figure out that you're off baseline right away, and they okay. get rid of you right away. All right, so that actually makes sense. That's not a criticism. That's actually I forgot about that. So yeah. because after he comes back, it's essentially after he finds out that this memory is real, and he's convinced that he's human. Yes. Once they ask him to go, they're like, "You're not even close to baseline." Yes. So it's a way of keeping them in line. And he if says, you're on in yeah. baseline, that means. I took it almost as like what you say and what you do are perfectly in alignment mm-hmm. and also in alignment with your programming. Mm-hmm. And you are allowed to uh, deviate deviate from your programming, but they can figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and also he can self-correct it, they say. So he can, he, can, he can wind up going back to baseline. Yeah, he can realign. I don't know he how goes. he does it. They don't go into it. Thank God they don't. Um, uh, yeah, because it's going to be a bunch it would of bullshit be too much. anyway. Yeah. Um, but – uh, yeah, so well, you know, he becomes emotionally stable, and basically, he's, yeah. you know, it could be as much as like he's having these obsessive thoughts, and he's not just like this cold, present yeah. Terminator type guy where he just takes orders, and yeah. as long as he could stabilize himself emotionally, yeah, you know, he could get back to that. So what he does is he essentially uh, um, puts out that he killed this uh, child that will bring calamity to the world. And uh, the police, according to the uh, police captain, <laughs> the police captain uh, says, all right, listen, you're off baseline. Uh, I can get you out of here, uh, but you have to come back like in 48 hours. And if you're not uh, still if you're not back on baseline, we're going to have to retire you. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks, boss. In which case. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and you thought you thought working for like Macy's or Amazon. was Yeah, bad. that was tough, right? Woo! So you like, you're going to come back here or we're going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if it's two days later and he realizes, uh, aren't you just creating the uh, uh, him running away situations for him run, being on the lam? Because after yeah. two days, he's he's not stupid. He's going to be like, I'm still fucked up from this. Yeah, he becomes, I can't go back to the station. He becomes Dave Batista. He wants to become a farmer. Yeah, that's what he <laughs> wants. That's that's what happens. So after that, and here's probably the most annoying uh, scene in the movie, <laughs> is when love comes. <laughs> And basically, Love has been following uh, Kay. She's actually helped him even uh, from homeless people at Garbage World. She shoots them down yes. with these uh, drone strikes, which was actually a cool scene. I thought yeah, that was, that was that's cool. done well. She's like getting her nails done. And as she does it, I thought I actually appreciated that. I did. I like that. Yeah. I like this it's shot a, it's really a, well. It's a, it's a good little thing. Yeah. You know. So Love comes barging in and she's like, Where's your boy? You know, yeah. like, where He's is he? He's offline because he. he yeah, he, he went because well, she took she took off his his gun in his bag. And she's, yeah, you know, and uh, she's like crushing her hand and and also she says, "Oh yeah, he killed the child." Yes, killed he killed him. First of all, they keep saying the child when like they would be a grown up by now. Yeah, they'd be in their twenties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but whatever. Um, <laughs> killed the child and love just loses it. Yep, she's like you. F-. And basically, she says to her is almost like. You piece of shit. That's the first thing you thought of. Like, you don't know who, who the fuck do you think you are. She's kind of right. She's right, actually. I'm totally <laughs> with her in the argument. What I'm not with her on is, one, why did you buy it? 
Yeah. Hook, like right away, you're like, what? Yeah. She did it? Like, I would be like, I don't believe you. I, I'm going to confirm this. Yeah. Because I'd be like, really, you guys? Because it is actually fucking stupid that they would just kill I've her. I've also been kind of following him because I need to find this kid. That's another. That's what I was about to say. So when did she kind of know? When did he, like, a little bit. when did this happen? Yeah. When did his gun go out? Like, I've been, I literally watched him over, go do his yeah. job. So like, she she's a replicant. She doesn't sleep. Yeah. She would be watching him 24-7. Yep. So, and... Robin Wright would also, you would think, would know that, whatever. So <laughs> she starts crushing her hand. It's supposed to be this eerie scene, and essentially she won't tell her where he is. Yeah. She's like, where is he? So she decides to kill her. Yep. Which seems pointless. It seems fucking pointless. Yeah. First off, when, when love comes in, the captain turns off all the camera, all the computer and shit. Yeah. I don't really know why. I thought at first because so there's no surveillance, so people don't know she's like, corrupt and in it with wallet i i you know i don't know because she knows who the, who this thing is right yes. away yeah. so obviously she has a relationship with wallace in some capacity she knows yeah. his business in some way um so she kills her in this brutal fashion mm-hmm. it just seemed like an excuse to have a cool death scene yeah and to again and make love the evil of make love evil yeah she's the antagonist don't you know yeah she was crying before when she killed when wallace killed her so we have to be clear now no 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 she's also evil yeah um she kills her because she wouldn't tell her where she is. She actually, and it's not just that, she flips out. She's like, where is he? And she gets mad that she won't tell her. Correct. And then immediately goes to the computer, yep. logs in, uses her dead head yep. to get access. Oh, she drops her head. Too. Yeah, and drops her head. That was fucking funny. <laughs> and then just like, oh, he's right there. I'm going to leave. Yeah. What was the point of that scene? I don't know. And tell also- me where he is. I know you can just point. I know you log in. I know you have complete... 24-7 surveillance of these yeah. replicants. Also, they made it seem like he was offline, so they couldn't find him, but yet they really could. So what Which also what tells really me was that the they point. can track him at all times. Of course. In which case, how does he ever get away? Then why would you why would you why would you put that out there in the story where it's like, oh, he's offline now. No one knows where he is. No, they know exactly where he is all the time. Yes. Clearly. What Clearly. is going on here? Yeah. So Everyone Whatever. knows where he is. There's a tracking on him. There's tracking on his in his probably his yeah, body. His, his There's all kinds of jacket. tracking on Everyone's him. tracking this fucking Everyone guy. Everyone knows he's in Las Vegas. Yeah. So <laughs> he leaves. He finds out. Basically, he, he goes uh, to some black market, and the guy from Captain Phillips tells him yeah. the— He doesn't tell him I'm the captain now. Yes, no. no he does. He doesn't, he's got different he lines in this one. He doesn't one. do that. He uh, talks Somalian, actually. Oh, is that what he was speaking? Yeah. He was speaking Somali? Yeah. Uh He's great in that film, by the way. I don't mean to criticize. No, he's good. He's, he's, good. he's good in the part. I mean, it's yeah. a small part. But uh, he gives him the horse. He goes, there's only one place this is made, and it's Vegas. Yep. The desert. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, goes there. Now, I hated this watching it in theaters. Uh-huh. The whole da-dun, <laughs> da-dun <laughs> goes on way too long. Yeah. There's all this suspense to go into a place where we know exactly where he's going and who he's going to find. Mm-hmm. The audience knows. Yeah. How uh, did he know it was Deckard again? I actually forgot this. Because uh, he, uh, he spoke with almost. Uh, well, no, no. Love like literally that. plays him the tape of Deckard and Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. From the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and when that kind of shit really adds the fan service-ness of it, yeah. when it's like you hear the clips from the old film and they're also Christ characters now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is a Virgin Mary character. Yeah, uh, it's heavy. It's a little <laughs> fucking heavy. 
<laughs> Bill Ludwig actually kind of knew that too because those scenes are quite short, uh, yeah. which was good. He was economical with that. He wasn't with the da dun and no. walking through the desert and walking through the house, Listen, walking through the Las Vegas hotel. John, we need to get Roger Deakins' Oscar. Come on, we uh, yeah, we need the orange not shoes. enough coverage. We need the dust. Yeah, we need. It looks like Mars. Uh, yeah, it did. It was very it looks like Mars. I think that was intentional. Oh yeah, it's supposed to be other other world. I loved right? it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it just goes on forever, but it's still. When you actually watch it, though, it is—it's like watching a painting move. Oh, it's gorgeous! It's very nice it's looking. It's fucking gorgeous. Uh, it really just doesn't add much to. After you see a couple of it, uh, it doesn't really add much to what's going no, on. No, it's gilding the lily. Yeah, right. It's too much of a good thing. It's this just, is jerking I, off to your own see, shit. That's what it is. It's it's indulgent, man. Yeah, we get it. The production <laughs> side is out of this world. Like you guys are top notch. Can oh, we get yeah. some story here now? Mm-hmm. Get the substance. Where's the script? Yeah, you know. So he comes. He fights Deckard they they you know they fight we in d- the let's talk about the reveal Elvis though concert. first okay yeah, yeah 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 because they make this reveal like it's uh something that the audience wasn't seeing even Ever. though like they hid this secret yeah so well that Harrison Ford snuck on set yeah there was never a rumor that he was there it's the other, opposite the opposite of the fact that they used him in every prom- promotional Correct. material trailer interview yeah. poster we all knew ever it's so it's it's they ex- made it seem like he was going to have a bigger role than he did yeah yeah i thought he was going to be like the co-star in this movie yeah um they and they made him a reveal yeah they it's the exact opposite of spider-man far from home where we all knew garfield and yeah. but there was no promotion for it no they, they weren't really on the posters they, you know, it it wasn't like this whole thing where the where Marvel and Disney were like, yeah, these guys are going to be in it. No, we knew going into Blade Runner twenty forty nine that yeah, Harrison Ford's on the poster, Harrison Ford's in the trailer, Harris like we know. Yeah, and they do this reveal in the movie where it's like, almost like, am I supposed to stand up and start clapping that Harrison Ford's in this movie when right. he comes out? And the thing is, like, it's actually a huge spoiler. Because as soon as he's like, as we should soon, have never have known Harrison Ford was no, in this movie. Because it's as as they filmed it's it. It's a huge part of the detective never. story. Yeah. As soon as it, as soon as he goes, oh, there's only one place. This as soon as he finds about the child and yeah. he tries to find out where the wooden horse is from. You know, as an audience member, if you know Blade Runner or no, or watch the trailer or anything, oh, now he has to go find Harrison Ford. Yeah. So you're just now tapping your foot, waiting for him to find him. Yeah, I, well, when we watched in the movie there, I was like, when's Harrison Ford coming in? Yeah. I want to see some Harrison Ford. And then the dun <laughs> happened. I'm like, oh, now it's happening. Yeah. And you're taking your time. Yeah. You are dragging this out. It's Even when he gets to the hotel. A long it's time. It's like, oh, yeah. And like by the time Harrison Ford has that line from National Treasure, National Treasure, uh, <laughs> what's the fucking book? The famous, uh, have a cheese about you, boy? Whatever, the fucking novel that he quotes. Treasure Island. Oh, Treasure Island. Treasure Island. Okay. Um, that would have been an awesome line, an awesome reveal if we didn't know. But yeah. at this point, I'm annoyed. Yeah. So he says that line is not even cool. No. Second time, again, watching it the second time because I know it's coming already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. But the first time, I'm like, who? Na- oh, thank you for showing up. <laughs> yeah. It's about fucking time. Yeah. He so, comes in really late because this is a long movie. He comes in very late. He, he comes, it's like an hour and forty minutes. Oh I yeah, think. no, no, it's just around there. I it's, think he comes. It's I think a it's long I time. Think it's, there's about an hour left when he shows up. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh. 
And so he comes in, they fight. Well, yeah. it's actually cool, the fight, because like basically Deckard doesn't trust him. He's like, no, 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 you're here to kill me. I, I, yeah. I, I've been here before. Which is fine. Tries to shoot him. Again, it gets a little hokey when they, uh, when he's hiding in the Elvis theater. Yeah. Um, that's okay. It, it goes on a little too long. Mm-hmm. Also because uh, you know he's not going to kill him. No. So this can't be too long. You know he's not going to kill him. Yeah. So why are you trying to create this suspenseful scene of uh, cat and mouse chase when you know they're because people stop talking, start buy talking. tickets to see Harrison Ford whip some ass? I guess so. So we needed so, at least one scene because the rest of the movie he gets his ass kicked. So we needed one scene where it's like, okay, I want to see some Harrison Ford punches thrown. Yeah, and he's punching. And the he replicant. throws some haymakers. Now let me ask: When Harrison Ford first starts punching him, does he know he's a replicant? I I thought so. I thought he knew. Okay. And especially then I think that's dumb. Especially at the point where he's just like kind of like smacking the shit out of him, and the replicant's not even fighting back. Which thank well, God. Yeah. Thank God they did well, that. Well, that I actually thought kind of worked. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that Harrison Ford tried to – the fact that Harrison Ford even punched him once to begin with knowing he's a replicant seemed kind of silly to me. Well, he didn't have his gun anymore right on him. No, I know. But at that point, he's like, I don't know. I guess he's got you no You fight choice. for your you, life. Yeah, you fight till you die. You know. Yeah, that's true. That's how – yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and I thought it was cool. He's like, you it took a drink. lot of It took a lot of punches to have him realize, oh, he might not want to kill me. Right, exactly. Because Ryan Gosling doesn't fight back at all yeah. on this. But, you know, he doesn't even adre- block it. The adrenaline's racing and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. And there was a funny line where he's like, oh, you want a drink? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll take the drink. Yeah. Um, so, okay. <laughs> so now they're drinking their buddies. So yeah. now we have all the exposition about what happened. Yeah. Okay. The Christ child, yes. Um. And, you know, it's just more of the same thing, but it's just, this is where it's just grating on me. Like, oh, this is <laughs> such dumb, fan service coincidental, felt, miraculous yeah. bullshit, uh, random character from First Blade Runner nonsense where we have to make these characters so important to the world. Yeah, and I felt bad. I kind of felt bad for Harrison Ford because... He does a pretty good job with what he's given in this movie. Oh yeah, no, he's very good. He's I think he's a very underrated actor. I'm just I like Harrison Ford, uh-huh. and he, you know, he got a lot of accolades for this this movie. I do think he deserved it because like he is very earnest in this role. Oh, he does a good job, and and some of the dialogue in this movie is like not good. Yeah, a little clunky. It's clunky. A little clunky, and he gets some clunky lines. Yeah, and but he. Like I'm gonna be honest, I don't like well. Robin Wright in this movie. I think she phones it in, mm-hmm. and I and I am being probably a little harsh just because I think she's an incredible actress, fan of her. Mm-hmm. But she all like she's got clunky lines in this fucking film. Yeah, even Gosling dialogue. I wrote some lines down. I'm not gonna go back to it because we moved <laughs> past it. But uh, Robin Wright's line like, "Am I the only one who could see the fucking sunrise here?" Yeah, I'm like what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> How clever does this screenwriter think he is, dude? There's oh, the two of them lines. think they're, they're. They think they're fucking clever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he's he's not good. exactly tears in the rain. No, exactly. Right. Not exactly it, it almost feels like that's what they're trying to get. Yeah. They're trying to get those there's a few lines. Of that. Yeah, there's a few of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now he's explaining what happened. Essentially, uh, Harrison Ford, she died giving birth. Yeah. They knew that they they would be hunted forever. He splits up with the child. He had some help. Yeah. Getting putting getting her away, and he doesn't has no idea where she is has never met her and that's by design yeah 
to keep her safe. Sometimes to love somebody, you have to be far away from them. Yes. That's what he says. So that happens. They explain it. Fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, love and the Wallace Corp, they all know. They come. They crash the building. They blow yeah. it up. They take Harrison Ford away, Decker. They know who he is. They yeah. leave the replicant K slash Joe to die. Yeah. Uh, and this is where the fembots um, find him because they have their own tracker yeah and they go and they essentially come and and bring him to a basement and they take him away yeah. why love doesn't kill him i don't know i guess it kind of makes sense they don't really need him anymore mm-hmm. they don't need to kill him i i don't know you would think he might they'd be worried he'd go back to the cops and yeah. tell them what's going on yeah and maybe just cover their tracks also uh, also that captain died maybe that has something to do with it also yeah you know but so, no no well you, you already know, killed a little bit of plot armor captain. yeah it's a bit of plot armor but yeah and i guess the movie's long enough but they, <laughs> there could have been something to justify not killing him maybe he runs away maybe they maybe they think they kill him yeah i don't know something yeah whatever seems lazy but we're uh, we're already over two hours in so they're yeah. like we don't got time no so fembots come bring him <laughs> <sighs> This is what, <laughs> and this is another part of the movie that I don't fucking like. Okay, so he gets helped by the fembots. The madam is there, the French mysterious French woman. Yeah, turns out she's the leader of La Resistance. Yeah, the secret <laughs> army of en- rebellious of enemy replicants that are gonna rise up and start la revolution. Yeah. Uh, no they didn't one... need the birth child to do it. D- yes. <laughs> Go ahead. That's one thing. Two, <laughs> he has no idea who they are. So there's an yeah. entire underground army in L.A. Yeah, he's not He's not of, good at his blade running job, yeah, is he? Of, well, I don't think it's that. I think the implication there mm-hmm. is that this is a secret that no one knows about. There's, an, it, there's a, a bunch of replicants that are there. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say at least 80. Yeah, let's say 50 to be really conservative yeah. and that's not going to be everybody there's an underground network of enemy replicants that are looking to rise up against society and mm-hmm. no one knows about it yeah I, you know he doesn't know this because he would be told yeah that would be important he would be told she's also an old model yeah right she has to be right yeah 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 so she explains to him one Yes. Oh, also, not only is she the leader of La Resistance, Mm -hmm. she was there. (laughs) She held Rachel in her arms when she died, and she was one of three people to help Deckard get away and help uh, get the child free and mix up the records and all the rest of it. Correct. There's a strong coincidence. Yeah. If I ever heard one. Yeah. Uh, You know, Rachel's (laughs) best friend, who just happened to be there when she gave birth, happens to be fucking uh uh what's her name uh john connor's mom <laughs> sarah connor sarah connor from yeah. terminator 2 yeah <laughs> okay and this is also when it's finally revealed that uh he's not human he's yeah. a replicant he was given this real memory yeah. by the real replicant yes. or well the... she's not a re- by the real human who was birthed from rachel which yeah. is of course the dream maker. Yeah. Um, and again, this is only, this is just told in total, uh, flashback exposition. Yeah. We're just watching, I guess him, his mind make the connection of, 
oh, it must be her. Yeah. And also because he originally thought it was a boy in, in the first one. It's yes. kind of like that uh, The Dark Knight Rises, uh, the kid who jumps. Think, oh, yeah. You think it's, a, yeah, you think it's, it's Bane? And they mixed and they did but that on really, purpose. Yeah, they made it's it the seem same like thing. it was uh, a girl who died. Correct. So it would help. Cover. And she doesn't actually give birth to twins. They made up the second one, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. They don't really explain it, which they don't really have to, no. to be honest. And I don't, we don't really give a fuck at this point. No. Um, I think this is fucking stupid. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's yeah. so cliche. Yeah. It's like the, the underground rebels are going to rise up against human society. That mm-hmm. is just hacky uh, dystopian sci-fi shit. Yep. And not only that, uh, we don't know about it until this very moment. Yeah, like, and it's also a character it. we don't know anything really about or except for that one shit. scene where she just says, follow him. Yeah. That's it. And she gives her whole exposition, oh, you'll you have to join us. And then mm-hmm. she goes, they have Deckard. They can use him to get to me. She gives him his gun back and goes, you have to go kill him. Yeah. How the fuck are you? is he going to do that? Yeah. He oh. just got whomped yeah by love and wallace who is a giant epic corporation that he cannot handle yeah he's now an ex-cop probably being hunted down by the other cops you have to know this you've been tracking him you know how all this shit works yeah okay you have an entire army (laughs) of replicant soldiers yeah and you're going you have to go kill deckard bye and then just is like yeah he'll figure it out what, that doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's garbage. It also doesn't make sense. How would uh, Deckard tie to her when Deckard's been living in Las Vegas for almost thirty years? He wouldn't know anything about what's going on at that point. It doesn't where yeah. they are, what they're well, doing. Really, listen. That I can swallow. That is like listen. He could tell they because they don't even know who she is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Deckard can at least say it's this woman named Fraser, and they could yeah. start making connections. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But. If it is that important, she should at least help him, or she's oh, got to yeah. go on her. They have to go do it on her. Like, why would she yeah, trust storm, him to storm do the that? best deal? You just the guy. The guy is fucked up. He's half dead in front of you. Yeah. If it wasn't for you guys, he would have died. Yeah, but he's the hero. So well, th- that's exactly what it is, right? That's what pisses me off. It's yeah. literally the screen. I'm watching the screenwriter give their main character a gun and go. It's time for the third act. Yeah. That's what it is. Climax time. It's time for the climax. Yeah. It's time to beat the bad guy, Ryan Gosling. Action. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> terrible. Because we need we need an excuse. Again, it's another bullshit uh, cop-out where we need an excuse. We're like, okay, he has to go do it. Mm-hmm. But he has to also do it alone. We yeah. can't do it with her. She can't help. So she's just going to be like, hey, can you go do this? I'm going to leave and like let me know when... How do you find me? I, I, I mean, you never knew we existed, so I'll find yeah. you. Whatever. Like, like, tell me no, no one's done. You know, it seems like this is pretty high stakes for a guy you don't yeah. even know and a guy you just saw get fucked up and a guy you were easily able to track down and manipulate. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, moving on. That actually, that's actually the worst scene in the film. That's my, least, uh, that's my least favorite scene in the film. Okay. It is that whole reveal. Also, he just... He didn't... He also... He's not a... Uh, Human, he we just thought he was a human this whole time, so yeah. he just got sort of got bamboozled by well, we, the real. Yeah, we started savior. off in one part and uh, we ended off uh, in the same part. He's the same, yeah. 
same guy. Same I didn't person. actually learn anything from it. You no. know, he was just starting to explore his uh, yeah. potential humanity. Yeah. And you would think that would lead to an existential crisis. It's actually kind of cruel. Yeah. Giving him a real memory like that, and, and there's this hope that he's human, and then it's taken away. Yeah. Maybe give him a monologue now after that. Maybe yeah. give him the tears in the rain. Yeah. Kind of some scene. sort of reflection. He, he just goes. All right. Yeah. All okay. right. Moving on. Let's go. Let's do and it. They really just move on. Yeah. And they just cut to. So, all right. So then we have the scene now with evil uh, Wallace. With Deckard. And Deckard. And there's a whole thing where he plays him a tape of him and Rachel. He brings mm-hmm. out a fake Rachel bot. Yeah. And, well, fake Rachel. It's a Rachel lookalike replicant and yeah. gets the eye color wrong. Kind of like that. That was yeah. fine. Um, and basically says, we're bringing you off world. We have to torture you there. Why? I don't know. He mm-hmm. has a giant corporate building. Yeah. I don't know why he has to bring him off world to torture him and get information out of him. It doesn't make any sense. We need a Again, chase scene. Bullshit line. Exactly. We need, we need a, a fucking scene. chase scene. He's yep. gotta he's gotta move from one place to another. Yeah. Because we can't figure out how We also uh, can't have Wallace die because we might need a sequel. Might, and yes. we also can't have Wallace fight because we know he'd get owned by a replicant because he's a regular dude. Right. So Wallace has to be out of the picture. Yeah. Should just been like, listen, I'm gonna go uh, I gotta go on vacation. I got a business <laughs> yeah. trip. But also we can't have uh, I'm gonna go with my sex robot that looks like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, exactly. So We're gonna go bang for 18 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you take care of this, love. Yeah, thank, uh, please, love, handle this. Yeah, but you know, also the 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 added problem is that how is how are we supposed to buy that? K is gonna enter the building, get to the top, get Deckard. None of it makes none of it would be viable. Yeah. It would be like some sort of thing out of the Matrix where they go into the building with all the guns. Like, it, yeah, it's just a completely different film. And it wouldn't. It actually would make less sense that he's able to do that. He would, yeah. he has no. No, that 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 place would be fucking locked yeah. down like the Pentagon. Right. That's why that. it makes no. I mean, they they actually in the first Blade Runner. That's it shows yeah. how difficult it was to get up there, right? Yeah. Um, and that's why it makes no sense. Also, this just adds to the nonsensical <laughs> demand that he go and kill Deckard. Go figure it out, cop with a gun. Yeah. He's a cop. He's just a fucking L.A. cop, dude. What do you like? He's John he McClane. Can, yeah, he's John. He cannot handle a uh, fucking Wallace Corp. Yeah, the guy is an army of replicants. He's a super evil genius with a lockdown building that obviously, clearly, no one's gonna be able to just get access to and wander in with his own killer replicant that could go toe for toe, toe to toe with this guy. Anyway, John, this is America. All you need is a gun, and you can uh, stop the tyrants yourself. You just need your I, I just one love, gun. Even in a dystopian hellscape future of America, <laughs> they still cling to our good old-fashioned values. So that I can like, I guess. Go in even, there. Not even a machine cowboy. gun. He's not even the AR-15 no, or dude, something like that. He's got I a fucking pistol. I have my gun, my six-shooter. Yeah. And I'm going to take out the world with my six-shooter and baby. my flying car. Yeah. That's it. That's a all gun I need. And my flying horse. That's all I need. I'm a fucking yeah. cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's go. And he fucking cowboys it. Yeah. Because what happens? Yeah. They go off world. <laughs> they're up to the. They're going to the. They're going a real long way to go to a torture chamber. Yep. For the 78 year old man. Yeah. Who you can just you know hang him by the balls <laughs> with a rope. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No. I, I, get I it. could torture you. Yeah. Get me in there. Yeah. I'll, I'll Google some shit, Wallace. <laughs> you don't need to bring him off world. You're going to have to no. do pain you can't imagine. Put him in a box. Yeah. Waterboard him. It takes a rag and a bottle. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. So 
takes him off world. Have love step on his balls. Uh, I mean, seriously, dude. Anything she's like a that. super strong replicant. Have him yeah. take out his toenails and nails one yeah. by one. Slowly bite his fingers off. Yeah. There's so much you can do. Yeah. So much. Just with her. Google, Google torture <laughs> methods of the middle ages yeah you can do it right there 10 seconds yeah. the girl can get her nails done while she's drone striking people yeah. but you got to go off world to torture a 90 year old man to get some information <laughs> about a name doesn't make any sense <laughs> but you're right we need the chase scene we need the yeah. cowboy yeah we need it's uh the train the train's leaving the station we yeah. gotta get the train you gotta get on that train baby yeah. so yeah. And we, again, we just get on the train. What happens? She goes off world. Yep. He's handcuffed. He's like, where are we going? And she's like, home, <sighs> which is this ominous. Yeah. <sighs> where are we going? She's like, home. She's like crying. She yeah. cries a lot in the film, by the way, which is kind of interesting, I guess. But uh, it feels incongruent. Maybe that's the point. Yeah. Um, home is a little ominous. And that seems to be actually be a foreshadowing of something or, you know, that, that we don't know what home means. No. I I, th I actually think it seems to imply that she used to work off world in the mountains, like all these other horrible, like this horrible job, and maybe she got called or, back. Yeah, or maybe even like where they're all created. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so they're there, and Gosling just shows up. Yeah, he's just behind them. Yep, and he's crashed them, and he's fucking owning them. The mm -hmm. guy couldn't handle homeless people <laughs> hitting his plane. He didn't have any evasive maneuvers. No. But this dude, all of a sudden, is fucking Star Fox. <laughs> I mean, this guy is Tom Cruise in Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. He's very good. So he's shooting him down. Yeah. Uh, clips he, him a little bit. He clips it. Well, there were two vehicles, right? Because there was one in front of him. Or did I... Was it just the one? I just I just remember one. I remember it was her driving, and he's behind her, and he like hits her from behind. I thought he shot. I thought there was one next to him that he just blew up right away. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He did. There was right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so there was like a convoy yeah. almost. Yeah, blows up one, shoots the other, kills like the pilots. She and actually he shoots. No, no, no. Uh, kills one of the pilots. The other one is like, we're, uh, you know, we're too low. She's like, go back. Yeah. Turn around. They crash into the beach. Yeah. Okay. He comes down. Um. He, he right away kills the pilot. Yeah. So, and again, we talked about this off air. There's no, uh, there's almost no uh, suspense anymore yeah. at this point, right? The suspense is the fight scene, and that scene's all bullshit. This mm -hmm. is a bullshit fight scene. Yeah. He doesn't, he, he's not, a, again, if this was a gunfight, okay. Mm -hmm. But really, seriously, this guy is Star Fox now. He's Mad Max. Uh, he's amazing at using his turret guns, which he's never used before, mm -hmm. to uh, put the ship down. Uh, we don't know how he finds her, how he's able to sneak up on them. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't seem to have any military capabilities of their own on this ship. Which they would. Which they would. Uh, because who knows what they're going to find off-world, too. They have to be able to protect themselves. This girl yeah. literally can drone people in the comfort of her own evil corporate office yep and they can't handle a fucking broken down la cop in his <laughs> shitty flying car yeah shooting them with old school machine guns yep whatever so <laughs> but this is why the suspense is gone afterwards after the shitty fight scene mm -hmm. he she needs allison uh allison harrison ford alive yes okay deckard can't die yes so we have him come gums a-blazing shooting her their ships already crashed to the ground 
Yep. There's no rush right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's actually being told to kill Decker. Now he doesn't want to, yeah. but if he did kill him, they would they it stops them from being able to further their uh their uh discovery of these people, Correct. right? Uh their journey's done. The, yep. the the trail's cold. So he comes out guns a blazing mm-hmm. and there's supposed to be this suspense like is he going to kill her whatever the water's coming up, it's going to kill is Decker. Decker gonna die? Yeah. Is Decker going to die? But really I really did you care that Deckard might die? I didn't really no, care. No, because I, I, I kind of thought that Gosling would not kill him. Well, it, it was Based off how I was watching the movie. It wasn't like. just that. Uh, at least for me, watching the film, I'm like, listen, I don't want Deckard to die. But I'm like, the whole point of this is that Deckard has the information that can yeah. lead him to unveiling who this woman what, is. Think and, of it this way. If he was really going if the, if he was really gonna just go kill Deckard, the second he's about to fight love... He just whips out his gun, kills Deckard, gets back in his car, drives away. Yeah. Well, do you? Oh, do you think that was part of the suspense, whether or not he's going to kill Deckard? I think that was, they were trying to have oh, something they were like tr- that. I, dude, I'm gonna be honest. That's a good point. I think there was. Like I that, did not. Then there was. You know, I didn't even consider that. Yeah, he was just. If he was really going to do it, he would just. He would just kill him right he would away. Just fucking kill him. Oh, right I, away. I got and the go. opposite. I got he was trying to save Deckard. It could be. So, I think it's supposed to be read like, oh, it could be. Could he be saving him? Could he be not? Well, I don't. It didn't read that way to me at all. It's just like, I don't know. Okay. It, it, it was just a fight scene, right? You know? It's just a okay, you need a, a fight. final battle fight scene exactly. that we don't care about. You know, it's, it's win. super shredder at the end of Ninja Turtles. Exactly. You know, that's what it's, it is. So, she comes out. She like beats him. She goes, "I'm the best one." Yeah, yeah. She's like after she stabs about him. him after she stabs him. Yeah. And she's going and telling Greg, we're going to go off world now. As if to remind the audience, oh, no, she's going to get away from him. Really? Now they're on the ground. They're in a ship. There's a lot that can happen. It's flooding. It's flooding. There's a lot that could happen between now and him getting there. There's no suspense left for whether Deckard's going to be snuck off world. Mm -hmm. Then he comes back and kills her and saves Deckard. Which I actually, it was, you know, whatever. But how he actually gets in and just like. I don't know where. Swoops oh, it's a cool in. shot. It's a cool shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, for he sure. He swoops in and just fucking throws yeah. her against with and holding her. And chokes her. It's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say. Oh, no, it's cool. It's cool it's shit. It's just the... It's the, just... It does, the story's shit. The story's not there. But it's it's cool as fuck. You know, the emotional weight isn't there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it looks cool as shit. Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Deckard saves... And he saves Deckard. Yeah. And they have this nice moment together. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, but he's now... Uh, she and she actually shoots him in the mm-hmm. gut, right? So and stabbed him and stabbed him. But yeah. the shot seems to be like the like yeah. the real worst one. It seems like he would have been fine with the stabbing. Okay. Now, how does this movie end? <laughs> he goes. Now you can see your daughter. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because one, they could still be tracking Deckard. Yeah. You, you would have, think Wallace would still want him. Also, you would. Ne- because balls didn't die. He also doesn't know, like, which you can even talk about in the that flight scene, that chase scene, mm-hmm. which is fine enough. But, like, dude, you're a cop. What if they were like, hey, Wallace, we're getting attacked right now. Can you send so-and-so to so-and-so coordinates? Yeah. Like, you don't know whether they had this conversation. No. You don't know if there's a tracking device on the plane. Yeah. You don't know if Wallace has been watching the whole thing and being like, oh, shit, he killed them. Can you go follow them? Yeah. Because if I'm Wallace and I see that happen, it's like, oh, shit, they're together now. Fuck, I lost my rope against... Okay, that's fine. 
Yeah. Just secretly follow them and see where they go. Yeah. None of that shit's considered. No. We're safe and sound. Why? I don't know. Because the main villain's still fucking alive. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. So what do we do? We jump to him now meeting the daughter. Again, mm-hmm. this is a also this seems to be a very important person. She is the subcontractor for making memories for all the replicants and Wallace Corp, at yep. least in Los Angeles, hopefully yep. <laughs> for the sake of yeah, you know, this not sucking so much as an idea. Um, <laughs> we're going to pretend that's what it is. And people could just wander in. Yeah. Right? Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. Bloodied, wet. Yeah. Hey, uh, how you doing? Looks Stay like you, you he looked like he went through some things, and he's just going yeah, in. Yeah, he's going in. It's like a bodega. In. Yeah. <laughs> Go in. I'm here to have the honeybee. Yeah. <laughs> Get please. a pack of smokes, please, <laughs> and a bag of Takis. Uh, marble light 100s. I'll have a scratch off and uh, $10 <laughs> of the Powerball, please. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Or make me a memory of one, maybe. <laughs> just fucking wanders in. <laughs> so not only do they wander in just yeah. assuming they're safe, he goes, he meets a daughter, highly dangerous. Yes. Um, and then he goes and dies on the step. We assume he dies, right? K dies. K. No, 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 that's what I mean. Yeah. K, K dies, right? K dies. Yeah. Yeah. So K lays on the steps. And if just, K didn't die, that's really bad. I very he, much took that as he died. I took it as he died. Yeah. It's, it's stupid that he dies. Because one. Okay. <laughs> Daughters are going anywhere. Yeah. She's got this uh, weakened immune system that keeps her behind the bubble, but, thing. The bubble thing, which yeah. actually seems to be a front, right? The that's, reason, Yeah, that's how I took that. Yeah, like the they were reason— te- They were lying to her kind of thing. No, no, no. I think it's uh, it's a front because she, if she isn't behind the bubble thing and people are able to um, ever analyze her, they'll figure out that she's— Oh, she's, a re- she's like— A re- replicant, replicant human okay. child. That's yeah. what I thought. Like, she, she, they'd find out she's unique. Okay. So I think she actually knows at this point that she's— that she's different. Yes. Okay. Um, and that's all cool. Okay. But he dies. Uh, okay. Yeah. In the snow. Yeah. In the snow. One. How's Deckard getting away? Is he just going to take that ship? Where's um, Deckard going to go now? We start that with uh, Blade Runner 2050. I mean, is that what it is? I mean, I how think does... they were trying to. I think that ending tries to set up a sequel that won't happen. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because how Deckard's just going to leave? Can he use the ship? I mean, uh, you know. He should be tracked. He doesn't know anybody in the city. Yeah. He doesn't know where Fraser is. I mean, uh, ostensibly, she would find him. Yeah. And then kill him. Yes. Because she wants to kill him. Yes. So by doing that, you're already in danger. Mm-hmm. Two, you know you're dying. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't go try to save yourself. You wouldn't try to seek out medical treatment. You've decided to die unnecessarily, potentially. Because he, uh, he clearly took a while to die. Yeah. Oh, no. He took – yeah, he took a while. Hey, Deckard, listen. They wanted me to kill you. Yeah. Um, I didn't, obviously. I don't want to. Can you just go hide out, and then I'm going to go to them because they, they can treat me, and I can tell them what happened and, yeah. and claim that you died, and then we'll go see your daughter. That would make sense. He's just like, nope. Again, the screenwriter going, you have to die, big guy. It's you, time to die a hero's death. Yes, you have to die a hero's – you're the Viking – yeah. Uh, we're going to give you the, the flame uh, arrow right. uh, as you go down Or you're going to have your own little Christ moment. Yes. And we also— Where you die for the future of the replicant humanity. Yes. Well, yes. Even—yes, uh, died, uh, died the hero. You know what I mean? And we reached uh, page 160 on the script, so— we have to... <laughs> It's time, buddy. You know. This is a major motion picture, Villanueva. Yes. Sorry, uh, we got— uh, 
Sony and we Warner, got a lot of Sony and Warner this. Brothers executives looked at it. This is 160. <laughs> the only reason you're getting away with this is because it's no, no, no. We want to we want to save them. The motherfuckers dying on the steps. Do you understand me? <laughs> yeah. No other scenes. You killed him. You killed him. You could have cut 10 pages, and maybe we could have had a scene of him being treated. He's dead now. Yeah. And you think you they live would, with it. You think they would want to keep Cut him, Cut the too. hooker scene. No, no, no. I want them to fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then he's dying. He can have sex, or he can die. Pick why, one. Why can't we have both? I like the sex one. I do like the sex one. But saying, as the as the producer, no, I want no, I sex in my films. Yeah. But, like, you would think I don't give a fuck would... that he dies. Guys dying at the end of things are cool. But you would think they would want to keep Ryan Gosling for the sequel that they I, Chris, wanted to I'm going to be honest, have. bro. I'm going to be honest. They made it he does i do take it as he died him dying yeah but if they really want to uh-huh they can make it that he survived they really want to oh yeah uh you can terminator him where he gets the a new battery right <laughs> we figured wallace figured Something. out a bullshit way yeah yeah exactly uh, we took a plug we shoved it up his ass <laughs> yeah. he charged he up recharged. like a tesla he got the new braids got the implant yeah. he's uh the bobbity we stitched him up a little bit <laughs> we threw some glue on him yeah we got we made up the, we got this new uh this uh yeah. new battery called the yeah. bullshit uh, apocalypse you, uh, i can see it now the sequel which they won't make but you see, it starts off. You know how like they had that eye opening, like oh uh, yeah, like, so <laughs> that's the, the trailer. Yeah, the eyes opening. You just see Harrison Ford looking at him. Nice to see you again, big guy. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how it we starts almost off. lost you there, pal. Yeah, <laughs> some fucking quip. Yeah, exactly. You ready to have a drink again? <laughs> yeah. You know, how like about that. a stiff one? <laughs> it's almost as old as me. Some bullshit like that. This is a Macallan '83. <laughs> 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 Rachel's alive, by the way. <laughs> Rucker Howard's back. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. He's been right. dead for 15 years. <laughs> they buried him. They didn't realize. They didn't realize they could bring him back. We got the bullshit Tyrell battery, they call him. I don't even know my daughter's own name. I just call her Dreamweaver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the revolution's coming. <laughs> Viva la revolution. <laughs> retarded dude it's so stupid yeah yeah so yeah that's the movie that is it the actually movie. it actually i'm the honest the way i just went through it yeah it actually pissed me off it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't view that badly the experience is better mm-hmm. but when you actually break it down the script sucks yeah yeah well just like we the last two movies uh the the script really fails it um like i said there's a lot of it's not ideas. as bad as dracula the, the, there's a clear it, it's a no, pretty no, standard no, no, conventional no. Through line. I'm just talking script. about. Yeah, no, no, no. And I'm just talking it, about it, the actual filmmaking process. Yeah, it is. I think it's the plot made. that fails. Yeah, it's the plot really specifically. The characters are actually yeah. all I, I like. There's a yeah. lot to like about the characters. Um, there is one thing I want to talk about. Uh, yeah, it's a slight digression. It does have something to do with this movie, though. Uh, I would like to see a movie where Ryan Gosling doesn't have the personality of a cabbage, dude. I like Ryan Gosling, but man, they he really <laughs> leans into that. He he it, can have a personality, obviously, like crazy. I've seen crazy many movies, movies. many movies. Listen, it's almost kind of like how Johnny Depp early in his career, how he purposely chose the anti pre yeah, roles, the weirdos. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, we know that Ryan Ryan Gosling would be a Hollywood star in any era: twenties, thirties, forties, sixties onwards. 
he is a star no matter what because he is uh, one of the best looking men alive. He mm. is an extraordinary actor. Great actor. He He's is got very chops, good. man. His charisma is off the fucking charts. Yeah. And yet he wants to choose these roles, and there are many. There are several of them where, like, he doesn't emote. Well, this is dr- – he's doing Drive. It's uh, yeah, the same performance. It's, he's it's rehashing Drive. The it's that other movie he's by Nicholas l- Winding Refrain. The one oh, yeah, the, 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 one where the he underground does, fighting yeah, the movie one, with his brother dies. Yeah, the one where he does uh, – it's with uh, – God, with, uh, what's the actress's name? God, how am I forgetting her name? The British actress. Fuck. I don't know. Move on. She plays her I mom. Seen, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah um, God. Yeah, exactly. It's one she's of those also things. like French. Yes. Very good actress. Fuck, fuck. Kristen. Kristen, uh, Kristen Scott Thomas. Kristen Scott Thomas. There you go. Kristen Scott Thomas. Great, Great actress. Good, good actress. job. <laughs> High five on us. Yeah. Um, but He does it, the same thing in uh, uh, Place Beyond the Pines. Yeah. There's an emote in that one. I like that movie, though. But I yes. do, too. Yeah. No, no, no. I love and Drive. And he's good in that movie. Yeah. And, he, and there's a couple other movies where it's just like, why do you keep doing this? Here's the thing, too, in this movie, and I don't know if it's... And I'm not saying he's even bad in this movie. It's just, God, we know... But I don't even like... Be a movie. Be the movie star that you are. Listen, I, I agree, because I even in Drive, that's the character. The character's a fucking autistic weirdo. Yeah. Okay? I get it in this. He's like a replicant slash android, but yeah. they do have personalities. Yeah. Rucker Hauer had a personality. Yeah. They have... You have memories. Yeah. So, like... You, you have all the things that make you human. You're just not actually human. Yeah. So he could have had a personality, and they kind of do try to give him one with the cl- like he's got these funny sarcastic lines. Correct. Where he's got this dry humor. Yeah. So like clearly his personality there. You could have just kept going with that. Yeah. But they pull back. Yeah. And I don't know if it's Gosling. I don't know if it's the direction. I don't know if it's this idea of what an android should act like. Yeah. But he could have just been a person. Could have just, act, especially when they're seem to be uh, playing this angle that he might be human. Yeah. If he might be human, we should be able to recognize him as a human. Yeah. And you make it hard. Mm-hmm. Even like That's when he's by himself with the when he screams that scene that you like when he screams very human and it works. But like it also is so jarring from the rest of his yes. acting. It's, yes, it's yes, that's kinda, true. It feels like it comes out of nowhere. Like he's snapping almost. Like it's a little psycho. Yeah. 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 You're right. And. Like, that's but I do think saying. he comes off very human in that, but in context yeah. of the rest of the performance, yes, correct. Because I'm a big Ryan Gosling fan. I will, I like him a lot. Like I'm not, I'm not criticizing like, like in that way. It's just I, I, I a couple of times doing it, I get what you're trying to do, and yeah. that's fine. And you're trying to do an anti, what you are. That's great. You're subverting yourself. I f- I yeah, think but that's at this great. point, dude, but it's getting too close much. to typecasting. It's too now. much. It's too much. He's got let's let's. He even dies the same way as he does in Drive. Yeah. I mean, Drive. It's a little more ambiguous, but like literally, he's hovering. He's he's laying over yeah. steps, like he's laying over the car in Drive. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just, it's almost the same performance. Yeah. It's a little less weird. He's got a little more dry humor in this. Yeah, and there's no '80s uh, pop. Uh, yeah. synth. Uh, music. Great album. But yeah, that's that's all I just wanted to make that comment because like literally his sometimes he has the personality of a cabbage. Yes, yeah. it's, it's like he's going the for the stoic here. Stoic. Uh, and he's not that good guy thing. Handsome man's thing, I should say. He is not that. And really, I, I just feel like oh, that shit only works when you're hot. He pulls it off because he's hot. <laughs> he is. You know very I mean? attractive man <laughs> but yeah 
I mean, this is a performance. Uh, like you're right, he has the chops, but yeah, anybody could do that. Anyone could do what he did thing. in this movie. And if you just have the charisma, like I yeah. think back to like a uh, young Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There are a lot of like a young. That's a young Mel Gibson performance. Yeah, and frankly, young Mel Gibson might have been more interested in it because that's just his wheelhouse. That's what he's awesome at. That yeah. stoic thing. Yeah, some guys just have it more than others. Like just that. That presence. That yeah, sort but then of even then, tough guy. Young Mel action. Gibson did Galpoli. No, no, no. I, no. I, I, I'm really talking Mel's about. I, I just fucking mean Mad, Mad Max, Max, really. Yeah, because even in that, or like the the Year of Living Dangerously and shit like that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I, I just please stop doing these kind of roles, Ryan Gosling. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, 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 I say lean in that charisma. I say just show more of your charisma in these roles. You could have yeah. done it in this film. Yeah. Drive. Okay, that's a specific character. You could have done it. Yeah. This is a made-up replicant. There's a lot you can do with these guys. They have personalities. They had personalities in the first one. Yeah. The whole point is that they replicate humans, mm-hmm. and you have fake memories, which means you're going to have a personality that develops. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have to be weird like that. Yeah. I, agree. I do think that's kind of Villanueva, though. He does have that style. Like He likes that stoic, uh, sort of almost, I want to say, epic, archetypal character performances. You see yeah. it in Dune, too. Oh, Timothy Chalamet is kind of similar, yeah. Yeah, and Chalamet is good in the film, actually, mm-hmm. you know, but, yeah, he has Oscar Isaac did it in that movie, too. Oh, in Drive? Oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 in uh, Dune. Dune. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, you know, his mom does it, who's excellent in the film. I forget the actress's name. She is good. She is good. Yeah. Um, uh, so okay. What, uh, what, what score would you give this movie? You go first. I think I went first last time. Okay. I don't want to hear 37. No, I'll, I'll give it a 68. Oh, you're going you're going higher than me this time. Usually I'm much nicer than you. Yeah, I think it's so well made. And I just, I, I like how it is, how it's made it so much. I really uh-huh. appreciate it. 62. Okay. That's fine. 62. I can't. Even going through this and just going with all the problems, <laughs> I should lob off more. But that was my score after watching it, so I'm gonna keep. I'll keep it there. Okay. Do you know what the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie was? Because I don't. I think it was. Oh, it was fucking high. It was very high. It was very high. Because I know it was. You know. I'm gonna say at, at least uh, 88. Unfortunately, this movie didn't bomb at the box office, but it didn't. It make didn't its, make enough to didn't make get a sequel, money. right? Yeah, it didn't make its money back. No. I mean, in these these days, that's a bomb. Uh, I mean, well. It made its money back, but because of the marketing, it didn't. So yeah, right, right, right. You know, which is unfortunate that a movie like this, you know. Ooh, eighty-eight on the dot. Eighty-eight. Okay, <laughs> I was right. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> eight out of ten on IMDb, dude, which is high. Yeah. People like this film. The people who saw it liked it. Yeah. <sighs> Hopefully, people see it on Netflix now. They're gonna like it, dude. We're they, just. I get. Think we're just wrong sometimes. It's got an eighty-one percent on on uh, Metacritic too. Oh yeah, and an eight point three. I mean, this is a critic's. Uh, Everyone's wrong. This is a critic's what dream. Everyone's wrong. <laughs> Shot beautifully though. Villanueva is still one of my favorite directors. Yeah, he's great. This movie's um, really well made. Um. Okay. What? what would you like to do next week? Next week, because I do have a well, list. I've been picking. I picked Dracula. Okay. I picked Bohemian Rhapsody. I picked Blade Runner. Okay. So I'll let you pick. All I right. won't bitch. Just don't give me a musical. Okay. Well, a musical will be coming in a. In I know. A, in eventually, a few weeks. I'm gonna have to uh, swallow. In that, a few weeks, I don't know if you've figured out what it's gonna be, but a musical will be. It'll coming. be a musical from the '50s, I'm guessing. No. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, I have five movies. 
I'll go from you pick most. No, 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 no. You. This is a team. Most to least. Okay. So from most, just because. Uh, that you want the most. Yeah, just because I think the entertainment factor. Okay. There's uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. I which w- which one's that? It's Rise of Skywalker. Oh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. The thing is, though, that one's too easy because everyone hates it already. There's so much on it. But yeah, but you haven't seen it yet. And I want you're right. He- and I want to hear you bring a, a howitzer to Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen Dick Tracy? Yeah, when I was a kid, I liked it. See, I th- okay. I bet it's not. I, thought, I, thought, I bet it wouldn't. It's not going to age well when okay, I watch so it. Okay, so I thought it would be like an inverse of Moonlight, where because I still really like that movie. Oh, and I like maybe you would hate it, and you have a you have a correct. You think I'll hate it? Okay. Then there's Vice. I saw that on fucking Netflix today. <sighs> okay. I haven't seen that. I kind of want to, and I think it's going to be bad. Yeah, then but it also didn't get very good reviews. You know what I mean? It, the, no, but it was nominated for all those Oscars. I know. I think it was just a soft year, and fucking they love uh, they shitting love on the shit on the D- on Dick Cheney, Dick. Yeah. who I hate. I mean, he's a fucking war criminal, but yeah. you know, it's easy. Yes, it is easy. Uh, then there's Argo, which I think is Ooh, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. And then there's Arrival, another Dennis. Oh, uh, I don't want to shit. I don't. I didn't love Arrival either, but I don't want to shit on my man villain away. But I don't want to make this a podcast <laughs> about ten percent of our podcasts are insulting him. We can wait. We can wait. We can I'll hold do, that. Let's do. Uh, since this is your number one, let's do Rise of Skywalker. Okay, that's let's gonna just be do fun. It. Yeah, let's do it. That will be fun. Okay, that's gonna be. That's on Disney Plus, guys. In case, well, you should know. Yeah, that. you should know that. It's fucking Star Wars. If you live in America. Yeah, if you're an American. It's on Disney. Uh, anything, any other parting words? Oh, you can find us flickypodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe. like, subscribe, five stars. So follow on Apple Podcasts. Much yes. easier to listen along when you listen in parts. Yes. Uh, send constructive criticism to our email requests. Please so. uh, Five stars though. Yep. And uh, that is that is it. All right. All right. Have a good one. Bye.